0: here can easily understand. and welcome to the PWC HMG Survivor Series post-game show. I am your host, Jimmy T, and my co-host, he is the CA Funk, whatever that means. What does that even mean? Chris, welcome back to the Survivor Series post-game show. What is CA Funk?
1: I, uh, You know what? It's a bunch of things. CA for Canada, <laughs> maybe CA oh. for my initials. And just Funk, because oh, it rhymes with Punk. <laughs> That's all. I'm just... Oh. Yeah.
0: Woo! Damn. Maybe I should have name, named myself fucking... Uh, DA Junk. Yeah.
1: T- well, T-S... T-S- well, no, that wouldn't work.
0: <laughs> or maybe... A U uh, junk oh, I have no idea. But anyway... I... You can't call me the Nostradamus of pro wrestling. For tonight only. I know I've been bragging for the last couple of days. But... like i said i called it man it's still surreal to me damn it and um i'm looking forward to raw tomorrow i'm not gonna lie man it should be a bumper night of monday night raw but most importantly the punk man is back and i know we've already spoken about this in kind of nauseam already chris but since this is the official survivor series review show i think it's fitting that we talk about him right here but um i find it ironic though chris i don't know if you know this and Obviously, you can hear the song in the background right now, but did you know this version of uh, Call of Personality came out a day before Survivor Series, ironically?
1: Yeah, I gotta say, listening to it and actually being a pretty big fan of the original, this isn't as good.
0: You, You think so?
1: Yeah, it's not. The original, like... The original has like a dirty, almost sound to it. Like if you, if you, if you've ever heard like the, you, you've heard the original version, of right? Of course. Like, come it on, has man. a more, <laughs> it has a more grungy sound to it. Yeah. And I know some people definitely. will say that's bad, but it's not. No,
0: that was the like, times. It was the nineties, man.
1: Yeah, and you know what? Like, it's so I remember reading a review one time in a rock magazine about uh, a about a a punk band. And it said, uh, uh, the singer sounds like he's drunk and stoned at the same time. Um, And if you understand anything about rock music, you'll know how awesome that is. And it was (laughs) just like, I remember reading it and thinking, what the fuck are you talking about? And then listening to the record and being like, "Oh yeah, no, yeah, I get it. I get what the fuck you're saying. (laughs) Um, Same thing with this. I I love the song. Cult of Personality is great. But I really think the original is just a superior song because it was recorded at the time with the emotion and this is more like oh we can we can put a bunch of electronic sounds in it now and it's like I don't it doesn't do it for me
0: even the guitar riff is actually quite different man in the middle of the song like it sounds completely different to the original one yeah. but this is the version that CM Punk is actually using right now so um I don't know who paid for the remaster I wouldn't surprise me if WWE actually paid to actually get this remastered version because you know WWE have to be like up to date compared to aw right so here we are and it's 2023 and punk has done the the unbelievable and has jumped back well
1: my guess is that my, my guess is that like tony khan has some kind of rights to the other version of the song which you think so
0: oh maybe, yeah, yeah. That's true.
1: It it, it might not be like, he. I know he doesn't flat out own the rights to the song, but it might be like, he might, he might own some kind of a right to in lieu of professional wrestling event or whatever. Do you know what I mean? Like he might, he might own part of it in that way. So it might've just been, it might honestly have been a situation where the WWE and CM Punk just were like, Hey guys, <laughs> how would you feel if we paid for you to remaster this? It wouldn't shock
0: me. <laughs> it wouldn't shock me at all. But I think you're right, though, Chris. I never, I never thought of that, man. And that's why, you know, <laughs> you're the smarter one of between the two of us. I actually didn't actually think about that. I really didn't. Now that you bring it up, though, it makes total sense. I'm actually leaning towards what you said. And you're probably right that TK and AW, more particularly, have the rights to the other version of the song. So, yeah, quite interesting, actually, man. So I'm glad you pointed that out.
1: Yeah. Like I said, it's possible anyway. Laws are very complicated. Obviously, we no longer have our lawyer friend to to give us uh-huh. the the skinny on all this stuff, but but <laughs> that's my guess.
0: Well, funny you bring up our former lawyer friend. Um I won't mention names, but um I re I reached out to him, Chris. I actually did reach out to him. And then right. uh he gave me a whole list of demands. You know who you are. Wink wink. If you're listening, oh. which you more than likely are probably going to listen to.
1: Well, you'll have to let me know what the demands are. <laughs> <laughs> it's,
0: dude, it was, ah, oh, look, I'll, I'll talk to you, you know, off yeah. the air. Yeah, There's yeah. no point of getting into it here. You know what I mean? But uh, it was a long list. But um, anyway, um, so yeah, do you think Punk, look, people thinking, ah, oh, man, you know me, I, I try not to get involved with all these marked cards online, dude. That I still don't understand people that get butt hurt over a friggin' wrestler who they don't know, right? Uh-huh. Jumped ship to the other company and good riddance to of... fuck these idiots act like they know who this guy is. Like they, they actually know the guy. They have no yeah. idea. They think they know what's going on, but really they have no idea. And I, I just can't. But, I snap at people like this, but, dude. But Brian Alvarez told them so, Jimmy. Oh. Oh, have you heard the latest with that shit, dude? You know how Alvarez and Melter got shit totally off, right? Yeah, completely wrong. Again. Again, right? And now, and this is another thing that I'm glad you brought up Alvarez because these dirt sheet Mark Tards out there now, like I can't take him seriously anymore. I mean, Sean Ross sap is a sap. Luckily, Bro, I've set. been
1: saying, I've been saying for a very long time that like people should not take what these people say seriously. They're just regurgitating stuff that they've heard. Yes, sometimes they're regurgitating stuff that they heard from talent. That doesn't necessarily mean they know what's going on or that they have some kind of a monopoly on what the fucking truth is. Take the CM Punk situation in AEW for instance, right? They heard, they heard, right, yeah. from the side of them from the side that they would fucking have right what happened what happened right but from the perspective of cm punk that's not what happened from the perspective of Samoa Joe that's not what happened from the perspective of right FTR uh Ricky Starks Cody Rhodes do you know what I mean from their perspective no that's not what the fuck happened so when you're a journalist you're meant to basically report what you know as fact And then that's it. That's your job as a journalist. Not to put in there, well, uh, you know, uh, (laughs) according to a source close, what really happened? No, you report what you know as (laughs) fact, and then you shut your fucking mouth about what your opinion is. That's how Walter Cronkite did it. That's how reporters are supposed to fucking do it. Right? That's why Cronkite used to go off the air by saying, and that's the way it was.
0: (laughs) Yeah. nice nicely put and it's true man and and they get upset too man these friggin your melters your saps your bick and spins whatever the spans whatever the fuck the, uh, those names come from weird looking dude mind you um it's just I think it's it's bizarre bro. span oh that's his which... Bix and span have you seen the way that guy looks i
1: just every time i hear his name i think of like a cleaning method like spick and spam
0: <laughs> <laughs> well yeah that's true but dude he's one of the most ugliest fucking things i mean he truly looks like you know that that fucking ugly nerd that just doesn't see the daylight out you know doesn't walk outside of his house in the basement on the computer he truly looks like that bro i don't know what's happened to him though recently he's kind of disappeared i think or maybe i just don't see him anymore but whatever you, you know you you're your bad bodies. <laughs> you know what i'm saying as well another yeah. fucking idiot yeah just these guys they, they've lost so much uh if they had any fucking uh credit but they've lost any credit that they had back in the day Meltzer and keller in particular wade keller from the pw torch i know he is. I, I, right i felt like that will look keller for me was always my go-to man Meltzer was kind of on and off Meltzer used to get a lot right though chris he really did
1: yeah but now I think he's years full ago, of shit. I think years ago, both of them at different points, actually, I think.
0: Absolutely.
1: They, they've they had moments us. where they're where they're better, you know what I mean, than they are now. Now, I don't think any of those people know what they're talking about. And I even think that some people who are really, really excellent, like, um, personalities, I think some people who even just do podcasting phone it in at this point. Like, you know, we've talked before about, and I mean, I'm sorry if they hear this, if they get upset about this, but, you know, we've talked before about uh, Wei Ting and John Pollock, right? <laughs> right. Love those
0: guys, I, man. I,
1: I really used to love listening to those guys. They're I legit, can't dude. They can't fucking were. stand it no more because it sounds like saying. they don't watch the program. It sounds like they just fucking say whatever somebody else reported. I'm not saying that's definitely what happens with those guys, because again, I used to really respect what those guys had to say because they were very entertaining. Dude, and they... I was
0: a law guy for years, just Me quietly. Me too. I go. love the
1: law, but absolutely lately, it feels a lot like nah they they're not in it anymore. They don't they don't really care like they used to care. It doesn't feel like I'm getting waiting Ting and John Pollock anymore. It feels like I'm getting somebody else's notes. <laughs> in waiting and john pollock's voices you know
0: i'm i'm glad you said that really because i've felt that way for a long time man to be fair since law broke up into two sort of separate entities now one with post wrestling which is pollock and uh waiting and um yeah. <clears throat> and not waiting as in way like you know asian name way w-a-i yeah i know just in case anyone's thinking i'm saying waiting if you know what i mean um <laughs> you know what i mean but it's two things two separate things but anyway um but pollock also like and what's the other guy agnew jason agnew and uh agnew, the yeah. polish guy and the polish guy fuck i forgot his name dude something uh, ski at the end
1: labranski or something yeah. oh that's yeah, it Lebranski. that's
0: that's the one right <laughs> them two are doing sunday night's main event it's called their show Yep. And, you know, the other two are doing post-wrestling now. yeah. But it's not the same. Since they've gone both their separate ways, they're just not the same. When they were part of the law, though, they were truly one of the best, like, groups of, like, you know, wrestling podcast slash journalists, whatever you want to call them. I yep. think in all of fucking wrestling, man. And they really knew their shit. They were Meltzer guys, though, Chris. That's the only bad thing. But nevertheless, because Melty used to appear on on the law every week, if you remember,
1: I do for a while there for what two years, for a while, three
0: right. years, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah I, at least right. I mean, all the way to the end, like he was there, you know, and I listened to it till the end. But um, yeah, they're just not the same. Not, not, none of them are the same. I think the fact that people like us have come through, you know, you got HMG and so many others now. I think we've. I don't want to say we've kind of. Uh, how I put this, I don't want to say we fucked up the game in a way for them. But anyway, don't mind that person in the background. We
1: raised the bar. I really believe that. I really don't want to say that. that. I I don't No, I think that that we did though. I think that we did because, you know, people talk about Meltzer in his heyday. And the reason why people like Meltzer in his heyday is because he was a big fan who talked a lot about wrestling. So if you were a big fan who wanted to hear a lot about wrestling all the time, it was Meltzer or bust pretty much like there were three well, publications yeah. that you could basically go to and Meltzer was one of them. So you kind of had to listen to him. So his opinion had to be respected. Otherwise you weren't going to be involved in wrestling, you know, and in, in wrestling journalism, but with the advent of podcasts and YouTube and all that other kind of stuff, it's way harder for these guys to stand out. Cause they're not the only honest good dudes talking about professional wrestling anymore there are more of them now there are more of us now and some of us are just more entertaining or people trust us more or do you know what i mean like like i, I like when we podcast dude like i insist on taking my own notes for the show and i legitimately when i listen to a lot of people you know reviewing stuff i don't think everybody does that I think there's an awful lot of these wrestling podcasters who just, they look up bleacher report and they regurgitate. That's it.
0: <laughs> bleacher report. Come on, man. Uh, but I'm the same, dude. I literally freehand my notes. Like yeah. in freaking books. I take like, them on my
1: phone because but... yeah, to... I'm not a fucking caveman, but I understand. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, you know what? I would rather use the phone, but for some fucking reason, it just doesn't feel um natural to me doing that with notes. Hmm. I don't know why. I mean, I use my PC sometimes too, but generally I write them like literally like freehand. I just I don't know. Yeah, I'm weird like that. But um, because I am a computer dude, you know what I mean. So you think i do it the other way around? Sometimes I do use a computer, but anyway, I just want to give a shout out to the chat, Labrat's in the house saying hello, peeps. Who survived? Well, we're still here, with Labrat. So I think all of us have <laughs> uh, survived. He also says 233,000 viewer. As for AEW, so they did not survive. <sighs> Jesus Christ, that's shocking, man. Oof. The the Comic King's also in the house and Todd Brantley, hey yo. And um why are you so hot right now, dude? What's up? Are you pissed off? Is that no, what you mean? It's because or or he's, it oh. he's HMG
1: champion. Uh, it's because he's HMG pick 'em challenge champion
0: oh man you know what you're lucky that that i'm not part of it todd because i might i might give you a run for you that for that title man because i feel like we're very similar with our picks but um i don't know why i never do it I, i i was meant to do it years ago for some reason i just don't do it i don't know it's hard to do we don't have time maybe from next year chris we should do a little like uh Pick them thing, you know, for, for all of our listeners, even though we uh all share the same listeners practically over here at HMG and at the PWC. But, you know, That's something maybe we'll we try something different. In. Yeah, in the new yeah, year. Yeah, I, I like it. Maybe we should all do it and the winner gets actually something. Maybe like, I don't know, a hundred bucks. We'll see. We should give it, we should do a giveaway one day, Chris. Yeah, I think uh like the listeners deserve it. But um yeah, we're not saying we're going to do it right now. I'm saying in the future look out for next year preferably maybe Christmas we'll see we'll see how we're feeling but um anyway uh Todd goes on to say um he's so happy that Punk came back just to make them look like complete idiots although they do that all by themselves they do and uh he also wants to mention about Meltzer saying don't forget Meltzer is the one who grinned it a podcast to rehabilitate the image of Bruce Mitchell who claimed that Brody Lee died from COVID and claimed AEW and his family was longer. I remember that, dude. That was... Yeah, don't even get me started on that. Although, I think with Brody Lee's passing and RIP to him, I think there's a lot of shit that we don't know of. And uh, call it a coincidence, but it was during the COVID, like in the peak hour of COVID. I truly think COVID has something to do with it. Even though the family have come out and said it wasn't COVID, but the symptoms and just everything the, with what happened just smells awfully like some sort of COVID. I don't know, Chris, am I wrong in saying that?
1: Uh, I'm not going to say you're necessarily wrong. I think the COVID, COVID, like directly claimed the lives of close to a million people, you know? Right. Um, And indirectly, I don't know how many people, but then how much credit do you want to give COVID for people for the people that had killed indirectly, <laughs> right? Because if you were well, if you were gonna die on if you were already if the doctors were already like, yeah, no, he's dead, he's gonna die Tuesday, and then you died Monday because you had COVID, is that really you died of COVID? Do you know what I mean? Like well I, the, the at the
0: time the doctors would put it down as a COVID death even if you died from a heart attack.
1: I know I know I Which is and crazy. listen, man, I remember saying this the whole time throughout the COVID era being like people like things are being misreported and, and misrepresented. Right. And I remember being so happy when like the U.S. government finally was like, yeah, no, we definitely did that. That's definitely something that we for sure did. That actually happened. We misrepresented COVID deaths. And I remember just being like, yeah, see. And then. The exact same people who would argue with you online during the entire COVID era were like, yeah, but it was still dangerous. And you're like, yeah, but you were wrong about this. Can you say you were wrong? No, you can't. You can't get I was wrong out of people, even when they're dead fucking wrong about things, which is that always shocks me. (laughs) But
0: It shocks you. And what's even sadder, man, I'll admit if I'm wrong, man. If you prove me wrong, Mm -hmm. I'll fucking own it, man. As long as you can prove to me that I am wrong. You know, if we have different opinions this shit, that's just our opinions, so no one's really wrong, or right, it's just our opinions, but what yeah. I do want to say is, here at the PwC and HMG, channelattitude.com, the whole family, I don't want to toot our horn, but you know what, man, we, we get a lot of things fucking pretty right, man, like, you know what I mean, really, and I'm not just saying that, I truly mean that, yeah. so, you know, like I said, I'm not tooting our horn, but god damn it, man. I think we generally know what we're talking about. Sure, we weren't workers. God damn it! It's like we got to say that these days.
1: Yeah, but I don't man. ever feel that. You know, the thing is, is with that, I don't ever feel the need to make that preface because it's like I know, but there because there's Ryback. You know, oh, you could be Ryback.
0: He's not retiring, just quietly, folks. Idiot. <laughs> of course,
1: he's not fucking, fucking retiring. But like, what just dickhead, because man. he was a worker doesn't mean he knows what he's fucking
0: talking about he's literally a doofus man like if you if you look up dumb cunt in the dictionary if there was such a thing maybe there is i don't know surely skip sheffield comes up in that fucking uh (laughs) in that list i mean if your name was skip sheffield and you wore nothing but just black trunks and a cowboy hat what does that fucking tell you bro I'm just saying. It tells
1: you you got some problems.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I'm just saying. It tells you you got oh, some problems. But there's man. lots
1: of people like that in in wrestling history. Who uh, there are people who, and it's not just Ryback. People are like, yeah, but Ryback never made any money. The Ultimate Warrior made millions and millions fucking of dollars. Millions, bro. He was still
0: a dumbass,
1: and he was still a fucking dickhead. Like there was, he was a lot.
0: Like, fuck. but a smart dickhead though. He actually had a high IQ, believe it or not. I'm talking about Ultimate Warrior.
1: High IQ doesn't mean you're smart. It means that your brain works in a certain way. I've I've said this I before. Guess. Like I know people with really high IQs who could never hold a job, and I know people who don't have necessarily high IQs who have made millions of dollars in business because they understand absolutely. what they need to understand.
0: Right, 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 absolutely. That's true, man. It's not my IQ is 163,
1: brain. by the way. So fuck you.
0: Um, <laughs> hey, hey, yeah, you know this Not to me. You telling me to come on, man. You can tell you're a smarty pants, anyway, Chris. (laughs) I mean, come on, man. I knew even before we ever met, like you know, visually. Yeah. Like I wanted you part of the team, right? I could just tell by the way you were running. You asked me literally
1: based off of conversations we had on the (laughs) Facebook group.
0: I knew what type of dude you were just by that, man. So I'm like, I gotta get this guy. You know, you know what I mean? Like part of the team. And boy, did I not regret it. You, You were exactly what i thought you were just going by just writing bro Thanks, not even bro. talking to each other no straight up that's a shoot man that's how we, that's how we started doing this shit yeah well, but we used to talk before we started this podcasting but we never saw each other face to face or yep. or anything like that it was just you know talking shit on how media group and now four years later wow time flies yep. man um yep. we've got a few more in the house zane vicious is also joining us liz has also joined us uh liz says uh, a lot of truly intelligent people are not successful because they cannot function in a normal way that's true yep it's weird, I, I know man.
1: i know a lot of people who could tell you everything that you could possibly want to know about quantum physics but can't get a girlfriend
0: <laughs> well, well oh you know, so like, there's a lot of those ones bro
1: so who's smart right like yeah wow. how do you qualify smart that's why when people talk about iq it's like okay yes it does mean something i'm not saying that a high iq is not is not a good thing it it is a good thing right but i mean einstein had an iq of around 160 right like uh hawkins uh, had uh, around 160 there have there have been very few people with iqs that are much higher than that and there are geniuses absolute fucking geniuses who have 130 120 iq because you can learn how to use your brain
0: well yeah it's true it's i mean it's true It's how you process it i mean uh um, robert christensen in the chat says when someone says their iq is 164 they are likely around a 140 in the real world are we talking about um, donald trump here or i have no idea <laughs> but thanks for joining us rob it's, it's good that you thanks meet, for man. being here robert it's funny. We started off with punk. Somehow we ended with IQs. But um, I don't know how that works. But um, he it has thinks an interesting conversation. Surely, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, come on. But um, look to get back to the wrestling. We can talk about IQs and whatnot all day. But um, one thing. Look, I'm not going to get real deep with punk because we pretty much spoke an hour of it today, this morning for me anyway, between you, myself, and the vet um on the uncaged wreckage and which was a great show man i I thought we were all going back and forth very well on that one and uh yeah so if you want to get you know a more in-depth thing about punk go check out that show but i will say this on you know ending with punk um does he last this time because a lot of people think and i'm trying to bring up different shit that we didn't talk about you know previously obviously uh, do you think he lasts more than six months? There's people out there that truly believe. Give him six months tops, and he's done. I don't believe that, bro. I think he's learned a lot of lessons this time. Well, and I when think, is Mania? You know, uh, April, I'm pretty sure. Okay.
1: I think he's going to stick around at least until then. Like, he's definitely going to be around until Mania. And I, I mean... There's a good chance that he signed a con that he signed a contract that says I'm gonna be around till WrestleMania, I'm gonna wrestle at Mania, and then I'm gonna go away for a little while, and then we'll maybe talk again in a bit. I like He's CM not gonna Punk, be
0: there every week, no chance. It's true.
1: I don't think he needs to be. I don't I like that's actually one of the things that I think that they made a really big mistake about when they like in AEW is they they wanted to book him as an everyday, every single night he's there kind of person. And he he was, and he was, and he worked really fucking hard. And listen, I I, like, I know people fucking hate punk and people want to rip on punk or whatever. I thought that punk did a really good job in AEW. I thought that every time he showed up, he, he definitely brought fucking business up and he also (sighs) brought creative up. It was more entertaining and more interesting to watch when he was there. Um, but I don't think that he's the kind of guy who needs to be there every single week to make things more interesting. Do you know what I mean? Uh, Brian Danielson is the same thing. I don't need to see him wrestle a random person for no fucking reason on a rampage. I just don't, I don't need to see him. I don't just see him and fucking Daniel Garcia wrestle ever. I don't need it. It doesn't, that doesn't, there's nothing. There's nothing that's gonna make that interesting to me. And having CM Punk come out and have a wrestle ma- wrestling match with Bronson Reed on a random Monday isn't gonna do anything to build business for CM Punk. Um, I agree.
0: I, I totally agree with that. You're spot on. And Zayn Beaches is right, by the way. Punk did sign a multi-year contract with WWE. Now, what that means, we don't know yet. Obviously. But he's, come on, look, if it Zayn. I don't know if he's going to make up for the past 10 years, but look, it's up to him, man. If he's willing to grind shit out in WWE at his age now, what is he, 44, 45 at this point?
1: He's Yeah, he's up there. He's getting up there anyway. Yeah, he's in, he's, he's right. in his uh, mid-40s.
0: He's in his mid-40s. I mean, come on, dude, he can't be, look how fragile he is, man. He just jumped on the frigging <laughs> guardrail and done his leg. You know what I mean? And, <laughs> and and Rob, you're spot on. He does want to headline Mania, and he will headline Mania night one. I'll say it now, confidently. It will yeah. be him and Rollins night one at Mania next year. 100% for the World Heavyweight Championship. Heck, he might even win the damn belt and have a little run. That way, he can fulfill his destiny. He can fulfill his dream, and he can like ride off in the sunset after that, a happy guy, hopefully. Hopefully. Right no guarantees with Punk, but, you know, hopefully he uh, does walk in the sun. Because, look, now he gets the chance to legitly like, fix all his past bullshit and end it the way he always wanted to end it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's simple as that. But he goes and, on to say... He, and there's yeah, a goes, reason,
1: too. Like, so, sorry. Like, thank you for the comment, Robert. Actually, it's really, really brilliant. Um, uh, When he says, I think he genuinely has a desire to help younger talent... I think that's absolutely true. And I don't think that you can really question that after watching his run in AEW. Yes, he won the the major matches against the younger people that he wrestled, right? But he lost like the he lost the program to MJF, basically, right? Absolutely, dude. Absolutely. And and you can't just have him show up. You can't have CM Punk show up and give someone a win for absolutely no reason and have it mean something like it should right you actually have to do things the right way and sometimes that's okay we're gonna be in the ring you're gonna learn from me i'm gonna go over in the end but i'm gonna make you look like a million bucks even in the loss brett was really good at that too right and that was actually something that a lot of people pointed out so much of CM Punk's run in AEW, you could directly see the influence from Bret Hart, right? That first match back against Darby Allin, for instance, was basically just Bret123kid. That That's all it, it was. The whole that, fucking it was. match was that. Yeah, that's that's what all it was.
0: It was. 100%. Um, Moves so, move too, Chris, in, in that match. And
1: I mean, literally, like Moodle the fucking music. facial expression. It was facial expression <laughs> yeah. by facial facial expression too. Like it it um, was it was a almost one to one recreation. And I really even, was, man. I'm not knocking it. Brett is the guy to emulate if that's what you want to do, right? Um, but you know, you could see when he was in AEW that a lot of the younger talent really got to the point where they wanted to work with him. Jungle Boy aside, right? But Jungle Boy, I will remind you. Is the asshat who a few months before that was giving an interview at a wrestling oh, like at, at a fucking wrestling gym where somebody asked, Oh, what's your advice on becoming a pro wrestler? And he said, Don't. It's miserable. Like <laughs> maybe that guy is just
0: an asshole. You know? He's a fucking prick, dude. A little prick too, man. That's yeah. got an attitude problem legit. You know what I mean? Maybe he was a spoiled little shit for, you know. You know what I mean? There's no maybe. There's no maybe. Well, actually, he was a spoiled little shit. That's true. There's no maybe. What am I tripping on? Look at his little bitch ass. Have you seen the pictures when he was at SummerSlam with his dad? He looked like a little bitch, dude. Oh, you haven't seen it? He was about like, I don't know. He looked like he was eight years old, dude. Maybe nine years old. As a matter of fact, Punk was the main event of that SummerSlam that year, right? And he was in front row with Luke Perry. And I kid you not. The kid looked like a little bitch. You would have thought that was his daughter, not his fucking. I'm not. I'm not kidding. He still had the long locks. He just looked like a, a feminine little girl. Um, I saying. he still
1: looks like a feminine little girl. I hate that <laughs> kid.
0: Uh, I'm sorry.
1: I'm sorry. Quite I, while, I, I really, though, me. honestly, like I really don't like that guy. I do not like people who see little shit. I I do not like people who come across as entitled and also who come across as, like, um, I don't need to take advice from anybody, right? This whole crew, this whole California crew of, like, oh, Jim Ross is here, and he has something to say. Who cares what Jim Ross says? Oh, Billy Gunn is here, and he wants to give me some advice. What did Billy Gunn ever main event the WrestleMania? Like, you kids need to get slapped in your fucking faces is what needs to happen. But. Anyway, I'm 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 becoming an, an angry old man yelling at the clouds uh-huh. at this point. But.
0: I feel you. I was that a long time ago now, bro, it feels like. But um, like Todd says, he, I mean, he brings up a great point. He was the one who showed Jay Cargill how to use a steel chair for fuck's sake because no one else did. But don't talk about that because it doesn't fit everyone's narrative. It's true, man. <laughs> it's it's true. The amount of hate online is just ridiculous too. Uh, Josh, A.K.T. and Kupuna says, "I still think Jungle Boy should be fired." For I agree. I mean, absolutely. CM Punk agree. got fired. <laughs>
1: like,
0: well, yeah. You fired the shit. you
1: fired the guy who was actually making a difference in your business, and you didn't fire the little shit who caused the fucking problems in the first place.
0: Okay, okay, that's how dumb this company, well, not this company, but AEW is. Even the Bucks, if the Bucks, you know, were at fault, also, well, bro, obviously not in this bro, case, but like I
1: said. I said when this whole thing fucking started up, and you guys were like, oh, they. I remember having this conversation with you and Jeff, and you and Jeff were both on, yeah, but they kind of need to fire CM Punk at this point. And I remember saying well, I'm very going loudly, by reports. I remember saying very loudly, they need to fire the elite, like, is who they actually need to fire. They need I to fire it's... the group of fucking guys over there who keep telling everybody, oh, I don't need to take advice. I main evented the fucking Tokyo Dome or whatever the fuck you did. Whatever the fuck you did over in Japan, however big in Japan you are with your fucking t-shirts or whatever, like you do still need to shut the fuck up sometimes and take advice from people who have literally main evented WrestleMania's Royal Rumbles, you know, SummerSlams. You're you that crew legit basically told Jim Ross to go fuck himself.
0: Yeah. That's why I like calling the Cal Bunga crew, bro. Because, you know, they're fucking Ninja Turtles pretty much. That's how they wrestle. I just I can't. I can't <laughs> oh, with those
1: fucking guys, man. There's there's nothing not? there. And there's nothing. The, the other thing is that none of them are good. I, I know everybody goes, oh, the Young Bucks are like the best. Tag-. They're not. The Young Bucks are every fucking junior heavyweight tag team that that's ever existed in up. WCW. They're, okay. That's great. You're going to tell me that those guys... You're gonna tell me that those guys against Harlem Heat would be a good match, <laughs> or that those guys against uh-huh. the Steiner brothers would have been would have been a competition? Like,
0: <laughs> you no. Know, funny? funny, you you brought up Harlem Heat. You know there was legit heat with Booker T and the Young Bucks. I don't know if you ever heard of that story, right?
1: No, but I oh. I'm sure it was their fault.
0: <laughs> it was. Can I just quickly tell you story? Tell me the fact that you brought up Harlem Heat was was brilliant. Well, when the Bucks had um you know tryouts in WWE, mm-hmm. they were brought back quite a bit say they were there for three weeks straight and Shawn michaels was a big reason actually for them being there longer than usual but in the end they decided to not sort of join wwe and left but it was close and they wrestled the usos believe it or not in a dark match during this time uh but anyway um so they were there you know the old saying about you have to shake everybody's hand or else you got heat and whatnot yeah. Well, first of all, they thought they shook everyone's hand and they thought by being in the locker room, they see fucking red bull cans, right? They figured, well, fuck, you know what I mean? This year, why not fucking, you know, drink him, right? Well, little did they know that was Booker T's fucking red bull cans, right? And everybody knew in that locker room, you don't touch fucking Booker T's <laughs> red, red bull cans, right? So he went off on them, dude, like, literally. Like, I can only picture it, right? I, I could picture this shit. Uh, like, he went off and well, what the fuck? He, you know, what the fuck you doing, man? <laughs> I could picture this shit. And they'll be like, oh, well, we're just drinking. He goes, no, 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 they're my drinks. <laughs> not fucking yours, man. You know what I mean? What the fuck are you drinking my drinks for, you know? Mm-hmm. It was funny enough, they actually were cool when they re-saw each other in Australia, believe it or not. And that's when they, like, uh, squash the beef. But I find that kind of funny. Anyway,
1: I don't like them. I don't think they're good wrestlers. I have yet to fucking watch a match with the Young Bucks and come away from it and go, no, yeah, I get it now. I totally get it. It hasn't happened. I've been watching AEW for four fucking years. I don't get it. He exposed himself,
0: man. I mean, the only one that's actually innocent in all of this is really Kenny Omega, bro. Legitly.
1: Innocent is a strong word, but probably more innocent than those two fuck chuckle fucks. Yeah, like, I, Kenny Omega is a good worker. Kenny Omega is a guy that you would want to sign and have him in your Intercontinental Championship, like, division. Like, he's, he's a good wrestler. He is a good worker. He's also kind of a fucking head case,
0: right? (laughs) Like, I know what you mean. I know what you mean. I know what you're
1: saying. It's you true. see what he's the fu- how case. the fuck he he's talks online and stuff. It's like he's, he's weird, not, bro. He's, he's not weird just pet. wrestling isn't just wrestling. It's it's storytelling it's, in the it's most passion. it's it's passion. It's you know, it's that, you know, and it's just like bro, like you got to stop talking. You, you got to just
0: shut shh, <laughs> up. My dick gets hard every time. Flex
1: your abs and shut up. <laughs>
0: Yeah, while wearing jeans too, and just <laughs> fucking no guy top on. jeans and no top every fucking Hell week man. for like three months. Uh, that's fucking funny though, man. Like I don't know if he realizes what he's doing, but that's fucking funny uh. to me, bro. Hey, <laughs> W, you gotta love this company, man. But um, hey, you know it's no secret I fucking am a big Kenny Mark. I keep saying this, but fucking you guys. Are really trying to make me like and 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 I'm not gonna lie, it's it's kind of working, and I don't want to be that way. I don't want to be fucking, yep, um, you know, influence, shall I say? But yous aren't wrong. That's the problem. No, because and since and, he's
1: no, and like Robert, if uh, if you had li- if you had been listening to us um, at the time when CM Punk was fired, um, I I remember like the the unprofessional handing of Punk in terms of travel was one of the major things that i harped on like what happened in london was unforgivable and if you're running a company and the person who's in charge of your travel coordination has already tweeted something negative about your biggest talent and then fucks up their travel on the biggest to the biggest fucking show that you're putting on all year you fire That travel coordinator. I I don't care if that's your best friend from high school. You're like, bro, listen, I got to let you go. Like, you know, we'll we'll figure out a way to get you back in the company somewhere, you know, down the line with something or whatever. But I have to fire you for this. Like, that's one of those things where you just have to say, no, that's this is a this is an undertaker getting burned by the fucking pyro guy situation. (laughs) You get the fuck out now you fucked up the travel for the biggest name we have on the biggest night we've ever fucking had and he had to get here on the fucking tube <laughs>
0: that's fucked. that's crazy bro i'll never get i thought that was all bullshit and innuendo per se right then i saw the pictures and i was like nah man they really did him that way this motherfucker had to go on public transport like for real bro in a foreign country and no less Nah, no wonder why he was angry to start with. I would have been fucking angry, man. I probably wouldn't have even been able to do that damn match. You know what I mean? (laughs) Straight up. And then you see a little shit like Jungle Perry, uh, Jungle Perry, Jungle Boy, whatever the fuck his name is, saying, Hey, Phil, real glass, like a fucking idiot. Mm -hmm. I mean, you'd want to snap the kid, man. (laughs) Like, especially you're already pissed off. And that was it. You know what I mean? Like, that was it. You're you're done. Like, I've had it. Fuck that company after that. You know what? Tony and AEW and the Bucks and everyone that fucking wanted to fill out, Hangman and whatnot, yous are the fools. Not only did you lose money, you lost money on the table, right? But it was you fools that managed to get CM Punk to run back to the company that he vowed to never return ever again. He lost his passion for professional wrestling because of the company that he's gone straight back to, bro.
1: And even before yesterday, Jimmy, how was that going for their fucking views?
0: Are you talking about CM Punk?
1: Yeah, how was that Dude, going for AEW's
0: views? Numbers.
1: Oh. How are Collision's numbers doing after they let Punk go? Now he's back in WWE? This is... It's it's the yeah, beginning fun. of they there were people online who were like yeah it'll go down for a couple of months and then it'll come back up this is the beginning of the fucking decline for AEW now with Punk going back to WWE there's I don't I don't know how else to put it this right was, and,
0: and I've been careful with saying that because I don't want to be labeled as one of those people that wants AEW to die because I don't right
1: I don't either man I bro like our biggest show for pwc
0: is what yeah it's the skirmish the wednesday night skirmish, skirmish which is and what about- do we review <laughs> dynamite AEW dynamite to be precise Legit- that's our biggest
1: show that's our biggest show and that's been our biggest show since we started the pwc right and i i love the fact that there's another place for wrestlers to go But I'm also going to be very fair, right? WWE is boring as fuck sometimes, right? And when it's boring as fuck, I tell people, I can't fucking watch this shit. It's garbage, right? Same thing with AEW. There are times when they make such gigantic fuck-ups that you have no choice but to just be like, look, there's a fuck-up. And there's a fuck-up.
0: And then another. Man. Fuck up! It's just a laughing comedy of errors over and over. Yeah, it's unbelievable. Um, we'll move on to the main card now because now, now to think about, we've spoken about Punk in, you know, in very much length. But what you heard here is not what you're going to hear on our previous show. Literally, everything we spoke about with Punk is completely different to what we spoke about about Punk on the previous show. Believe it or not, and that was done on purpose. I tried to literally steer us on a different sort of road. Because obviously we don't want to like throw up the same old punk shit. on And there's there's lots to say. (laughs) There really (laughs) is. I mean, this show could just be about punk and that's it. Because really talking about um, Survivor Series right now. Survivor Series, yeah. Is kind of like um, irrelevant after the whole punk thing, really. I mean, Mm -hmm. it really, and that's a problem I have. I think the show wasn't too, I know you weren't the biggest fan of it. And I can see where you're coming from. But once Punk came out, it was just overshadowed everything. It just didn't matter anymore. But it made um, everything it is... else
1: very small.
0: Yeah. yeah. And that would piss me off as a worker, personally. I'll take that as a bit of a slap, you know what I mean? And
1: see, my problem with Survivor Series, the reason I don't like the pay-per-view, and I've never liked the pay-for pay-per-view, or the format, or the way that I don't like Survivor Series. To me, there is no big four. There's a big three, and then everything else oh, is, a, is a minor on. pay-per-view. Survivor, Survivor Series part of the
0: big four, bro.
1: I don't. It it doesn't feel that way to me because there's never stakes. Do you know? Like well, well, the your world champion was in a match to. Okay, your your fucking secondary world champion was in a match, and it wasn't for his belt. The tag champs were in a match. Belts weren't on the line. The you know what I mean? Like the major players in your company are busy doing. Grab ass in fucking multi man tag teams. I just, it's not my, it's not what I like. I like matches that matter. I like stakes in my wrestling. And no, I don't like stakes in my, and no, I I don't mean, I don't mean (laughs) medium you know, medium cooked beef. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but I like medium cooked beef. I'll take steaks absolutely whenever. Any day. <laughs> but, but I like for there to be steaks in wrestling. And you right. know, if you if you're trying to tell me that there's a major one of the major four pay-per-views, one of the big four shows of the of the year, and your world title's not even not even on the line. No.
0: I, I know what you're saying. I mean the fact that even remember look they could have done a freaking you know I get it. They did it last year, but still, the bloodline is supposed to still be a thing. They could have done a war games with the bloodline, and you talk about stakes. Imagine like the stakes if Roman's championship was on the line, but under war games rules, two teams, so everybody else can lose that championship for him, which would yeah. bring up the stakes, would it not? I mean, that would be awesome. That would be, but that, again, there's
1: And I'm not saying that it's perfect, but make it mean something.
0: Right. I see. Right? I see. Even.
1: Even make it mean something and just say, okay, the winners of the the winners of the Survivor Series Championship uh, or the Survivor Series um, match, they all get to have a title shot at some point in the next six months. Not of their own accord, you know. The company will will book it for whenever they need to, kind of thing, so that it's not too similar to the Money in the Bank or whatever. But like, give me a reason to give a fuck. Like, why do I care who won the women's match?
0: Nah, see, uh, we'll get to that in a moment. But I just want to read out a couple of comments. Arzol joins us. Thank you for joining us, brother. He says, too bad they didn't do whoever gets the pin of survivors gets to enter the run. But that's a smart idea. It's little things like that. At least you're giving a meaning, right? There's some sort of stakes. Again, thirty. that's a great fucking thing. I bet you WB haven't really thought of that. Heck, I've never thought of it like that. But they should do little things like that where, you know, if you win whatever at uh-huh. Survivor Series, if it's a Survivor Series, you know, type of match and you're the, you know, last one standing or whoever gets the pin, like Arzol said, 30th spot in the Rumble. That way, you know who's going to be 30, like, you know what I mean? Like, there's no if or buts. You can't really bitch about it because the person that, you know, entered 30 earned that spot. Not just yeah. giving it to him, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. So no, that's cool. And that man. was,
1: and that was again, that was one of the things why last year I said I don't want Cody to win at Mania. I don't like that story. I don't like the because story of thirty. <laughs> yeah, you show up as number thirty. Oh, good for you. You eliminated a guy who's been in there for an hour and fifteen minutes, and Gunther to win after you've been in there for six fucking minutes. You didn't earn your shot. Do you know what I mean? At at and least, no, you know, if you're, you're if, right. you, if you got the pin at Survivor Series and then you got number thirty or whatever, yeah, that's fine.
0: Ah oh, God. The... <laughs> Honestly, I was hoping they'd bring back uh bring punk back by hatching out of the <laughs> gobbledygooker egg at the end of the show. That could have done a slow build throughout the show last punk comment <laughs> you sound like our boy chris willand with the with those type of uh comments funny enough rob um but um no man can you can continue to ask us about punk it's all good, bro. but um yeah that would have been funny yeah, but that's burying
1: the guy <laughs> let's talk about fucking survivor series
0: man let's talk about well let's get series. into survivor series yeah. i mean i don't think anybody wants to talk survivor series but heck, we'll talk survivor because that's what we're here for um it is the women's War games match. I knew this was going to start off the show, it just you know, it just felt that way. Um, it was Bianca Belair and Charlotte Flair and Shotzi and Becky Lynch defeating damage control. Um, this is just how do I put this? There's a lot of dumb shit in this match, Chris, is how I'm gonna like put it. I wasn't impressed with EO Sky jumping off a tr- you know with a trash who the fuck puts a trash can over themselves. Really think about it realistically, right? Who the fuck, let alone a female, put a trash can over themselves and jump off the damn cage like a fucking weird torpedo, which looked dumb anyway. I... Like, Man, I I told you, I told you
1: when this was happening what I thought about this match, and maybe I'm an asshole, and Liz you're the perfect person to be listening to this i i hope you can i hope you can tell me if i'm just a fucking asshole and i'm just a misogynist prick about this okay i am sick to death of them building matches around look everybody the women's can do stuff too now it's not 1940 anymore Look at the look. That one's bleeding. She's bleeding. (laughs) Not the way we used to think of them bleeding. Actually, bleeding. There's blood over her head. Look, the women are doing dangerous stuff now. It's not fucking cool. Tell me an interesting story why this team wants to fight this fucking team, or get the fuck off of my TV screen, man.
0: I like. There's no real implications to the winner of this match. Like, really, like, (sighs) like,
1: dude. I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna tell you right now. The feud that legitimately like brought me back to professional wrestling was Bailey and Sasha in NXT.
0: You've That's that. the feud. It's
1: okay, that, so I'm not the Brooklyn it's match.
0: Not, the first one you told that me? about?
1: Brooklyn match, man. But it's it was the whole fucking feud, man. I loved everything about what those two were doing in NXT. I love like I can I can absolutely fall in love with women's wrestling, but stop doing this where it's <laughs> just. Look, the women can do it too. We I know it's just them, bro. We That's know them.
0: it's not even uh, WB. I, th- I truly think it's the female athletes that want to do this just to prove a point, like you just said. So, um, yeah, and like okay. Zane says, man, it's gratuitous uh, for the sake of
1: gratuity. I don't right. care about it. I don't like make me care with the sexist. story, <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. Listen. If the fucking if the if the men's match was the same fucking thing, I'd be like, get the fuck out of here.
0: Yeah, it wasn't exactly like that, but we'll get to that. Um, Zane says I hated them grabbing weapons before they entered the cage. I know it's just so not classy for, for chicks, man. I mean, I hate the one thing that bothers me is chicks not being <laughs> when I say classy. I'm not talking about in looks. I'm talking about classy is in attitude, bro. Mm-hmm. I hate a real foul-mouthed chick. Like, even Not a big me, Sasha a... fan? <laughs> nah, nah. Well, she's a fucking crybaby, really. Let's be honest. She's a pretty Madonna,
1: Sasha's
0: <laughs> She, you know, got on the all fours and just started banging the floor like a fucking like a child. Like, Wah! You know? Yep. That, that's a bit of a turn-off, man. But that's just me. Not that I hate Sasha Banks. I'm a fan. But, you know. And Liz says, as a chick... Because she is a resident chick. He had HMG in the PWC. As a chick, I don't want to see a chick bleeding in a match for any other reason that she took a bad hit. While, yes, it's nice to see women actually wrestle. I don't need that hit over my head. Facts. Yeah. I mean. Same here. uh, Same here, man. And like, we've
1: listen, there's plenty of women on the roster who I've talked about being a big fucking fan of, right? Yeah. You know, like I said, Bailey, huge fan, and no, it's not just because of the proportions oh. of her body, although uh-huh. yeah, uh-huh. that's nice too. That's a bonus, right? <laughs> that's bonus, right? But like, <laughs> you know, you don't you don't have to have been in love with Bret Hart to love Bret Hart as a wrestler, right? It's the same thing with like with Bailey, right? I it's not it's not that I think she's just super drop dead gorgeous because you know, she's not in her face, like she's she's a normal really. chick.
0: She's a normal Gosh, looking chick, that- right? Absolutely, she's. It's not like she's like stunning. She's not, but there's. I think the fact that she's that natural and she's like your everyday she's chick, a, right?
1: She's a fantastic worker, right? Serena right. Deeb. I'm like, l- listen, okay. I Who, think Serena who's Deeb is nowadays, is, bro. Fuck. I think Serena Deeb is legitimately the best women's worker on the planet, worker. and I mean Absolutely. that. Okay, uh, I am not attracted to Serena Deeb at all. I don't like the like. <laughs> I don't like the super skinny look. I'm not into that, right? I don't, I don't like that. So I'm not attracted to Serena Deep. but I am a big fucking fan of Serena Deep. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I, just and exactly the same fucking way. There, I didn't like Bret Hart because he was pretty. I don't fucking care what Bret Hart looks like, right? And he felt like he was the prettiest
0: cunt out there, bro.
1: <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Bret Hart's in love with himself. We've established this, but like. But like this that's the thing with like yeah. women and just give me women's wrestling, but give me a reason why the women are wrestling. Not just not not still on this. Uh, it's the it's the women's revolution. Like that was ten fucking years ago. Can we move on?
0: I know, ten years ago, literally, dude. Like ten years ago. Right. They still haven't fucking moved on. <laughs> Labrat says, Chris, you're Canadian. You have to like Brit. Hey. That's true. That is true, though. I mean, a Canadian bringing up Brett. I mean, what, come on, no. Nah, but but also, but truth be told, we've we've laughed at Brett too. I mean, I'm not Canadian, obviously. I'm I'm saying, you know, both of us, because like we said just two minutes ago, he truly is a mark for himself. That doesn't mean he's not one of the best to ever do it. Heck, he, he had a large
1: painting. He had a large painting <laughs> over his bed of himself in a frilly leather jacket. There's something wrong with that guy. <laughs> That's a weird story fucking dude.
0: Do you remember the Scott <laughs> Hall stories, dude? Yeah, I don't know if oh, yeah. you ever heard the yeah. Yeah, I think that was one I've of them, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because I'll never forget when he said he, he the first time he walked into his house, Brett's house, mm-hmm. he was just like in awe. Like, holy shit, this guy's a mark, man, for himself. Like, <laughs> all he saw, he's like. I never saw like his kids, his wife. Also it was Brett. like everywhere. Like <laughs> I love Brett, man. Oh man. Seriously. You gotta love that guy. That's why like, you know, when you call a championship a, a prop, and it is a prop, but to some of these but guys it. it's, it's more than that. Well, it's a
1: fucking prop, yeah. use it.
0: <laughs> but to some of it's it man, you know this yourself. Some of these guys take it like you know, like it's Look, I just ask Brett, bro. I mean, I'm just saying, you know, Yeah. seven-time world champion, bro. He never forgets to tell you that, like, you know what I mean? That's right. Um, but anyway, uh, let's move on from that match. I wasn't a big fan. A lot of people thought it was a great match. I don't know why I didn't like it. It's probably a lot of column A and a little from column B when it, it comes was a to bunch like of women. Violence
1: for the sake right. of violence. There was no story to it. Why were they all wrestling each other? I don't. The... <sighs>
0: Well, there was story to it, but it was pretty bad storytelling, it and mad. it was all happening on SmackDown, bro. Yeah, yeah, and 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 a chick team that calls themselves like uh, War Pigs. Uh-huh. Yeah, come on, War Pigs, really? War Pigs. I mean, it's probably better
1: than the Kabuki Warriors at this point. But
0: like, well, you know why it is better because you know what I think of. I've said this to you, and I don't know if you remember, but in Greek, there's a word called Timbuki. <laughs> mm-hmm. And do you know what Timbuki means in Greek? Mm-hmm. Head job. Oh, sweet. Right. <laughs> so every time I hear Kabuki warriors, I think of Timbuki warriors. Right. There's a fun fact, and I just it doesn't leave my head. It's too close sounding. I'm sorry. I know. Sorry, Liz. But come on, man. Timbuki, Kabuki. I mean, come it's on. Pretty close. <laughs> it's pretty it's close. It's pretty close. I think if I close. was
1: Greek, I'd probably hear it too.
0: I'm telling you, bro, that's all that runs in my head. I keep thinking Timbukki, and I keep wanting to say it on the air, and then I think, hang on a minute, man, they don't understand what I'm saying. (laughs) So it wouldn't make sense. But now that I explained it. Anyway, uh, as Labra said, the match was unnecessary as it was. And (laughs) Josh says, don't ask Brett about Goldberg. Truly, truly don't ask him. Uh, Rob also says, Serena has nothing but good things to say about you.
1: (laughs) If Serena Deeb has ever said anything about me ever, I, I want proof and I want to frame it. That will go above my fucking bed in my in my house. Like, I'll, I'll, I'll have a painting drawn up of whatever Serena Deeb has ever said about me. And I'll hang that over my fucking wall. That that'll be the thing. Well, that'll be my Bret Hart thing for sure. If Serena Deeb has ever said anything about me, because she's awesome
0: well you know she's kind of very close to our family if you know what i mean it's no secret that Ben and serena are best friends and have been for years uh liz with a with a great comment liz says i hear kabuki and i think about (laughs) a makeup brush (laughs) is that actually a makeup brush brand kabuki liz i mean (laughs) and todd said i thought timbuki was japanese for (laughs) (laughs) for coked up mark you're you're a funny dude, Todd. Fucking hell! You still kill me every time I think everyone else has got it over you. Right now, with the comments, you come in with a bang. I don't <laughs> remember what she back.
1: said this morning, but Liz definitely took the crown for the morning, though. Like when oh, I, yeah, she did, she she, did. she had. I can't remember what she said, but that comment was fucking awesome.
0: <laughs> <laughs> she says it's a type of foundation brush. Oh Jesus. well, I should ask my significant D. Have you ever? Uh... <laughs> have you a uh what was it kabuki a kabuki makeup brush oh she can't hear me man she's got her headset i'm playing video games god damn it <laughs> i'm talking to myself as per yeah. usual but shout shout outs to liz though man she's one tough cookie she knows what i'm talking about i don't need to elaborate here but she really yeah, liz, is one so- tough cookie man for real and i truly mean that liz for real but um but anyway uh yeah god hell no uh todd says uh no was it todd no it was josh saying i thought serena and aw could have joined the bcc actually that could
1: have worked she could have done so much bloody things
0: (laughs) (sighs) she'd be bleeding like the rest of them what are you talking about dude Come on. Uh, Come yeah, on, but Josh, if she was really bleeding, want
1: that? if she was bleeding, she would have made a reason for it and it would have made sense. I guarantee to you, Serena Deeb wouldn't just be blading for the sake of blading. Huh. She would have known what the fucking story was. She would have used it to fucking make, do business. Oh man. There there was legitimately like a, a, a few months there where and I think I said this when we were doing like when we were doing uh the shows where I was just like Man, I am literally just watching every week to see if Serena D. wrestles. I don't care about anything else going on. How long on has right it now. been,
0: though? Now, <laughs> has it been over a year, though, since we've seen her? Even more than that? Has it been two years? It feels like it's over two years at this point, Chris. It has been
1: way too fucking long. It doesn't. I don't get it.
0: Yeah. I don't get it. Well, liz said the comment that you were talking about ah uh, yes commander gravity yes, was, was, was the teamy version of buzz Light. yeah that that cracked us all up man thanks for the refresh you know cte kicks in pretty fast with us <laughs> even though we did a show not too long ago i'm um, I'm
1: still running on five and a half hours of sleep so i'm yeah and i'm
0: still running from sleeping from back remember when i spoke to you that i slept through survivor series yeah and i said i'll be I'll, i swear to god bro I'm dead tired. Look at my eyes, man. Like, for real. This is like pushing it now.
1: Yeah, but you being squinty is like, I'm I'm always suspect if that's because you're tired. (laughs) Right?
0: Oh, you know me, Chris. Come on. I think everyone knows what I get up to. But hey, at least my eyes don't go red anymore, which is a good thing. Because my eyes used to go bloodshot, bro. That doesn't seem to happen to me anymore for whatever reason. Uh, Labra said, all this blood talk, speaking of bloodshot, Moxie's going to stop by the chat. Oh, God. Imagine that. Fuck you guys, man. <laughs> you know what I mean? Jumps in. I'd love to slap Moxley one day. I think he looks big, bad, and tough, but I reckon he's nothing like that, man. I think he's all talk, all bark, all bullshit. I truly think he's a bitch in a way. Like, imagine I... giving him a fucking slap across the face and shit himself. So, you know how I have,
1: like, a few life rules? Like, I don't feel sorry for people who can afford a yacht. I just don't. Right. I just, I, like... Okay, I like, feel you. Why should you?
0: Like, why your should anybody?
1: Your wife died. I'm sorry. Go for a sale. I like. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I, d- I don't feel sorry for people who can afford a yacht. I also don't fear anyone who used to smoke meth. I'm just not scared of you. If you used to smoke meth, I'll knock the shit out of you because because <laughs> because something bad happen to your brain when you're doing that shit like it it makes you really maybe
0: you should be scared bro because you know they're known as to like they have to go down bro yeah that's okay even if you're like like, painting the shit out of them bro yeah I,
1: i i like hitting people with with straight rights all day I'll, I'll i'll do i'll do one two from a distance and just do the fucking lennox lewis thing 12 <laughs> rounds
0: 12, jabbing, 12 rounds jabbing all the way of
1: me doing nothing but jabbing you and hitting straight. you with a straight right hand <laughs> yeah that's it you don't get close to me because we go all 12 uh... rounds i win walking away i get to go back to jamaica and laugh at you that's it. Because
0: God knows you ain't knocking out those motherfuckers, bro. They're just not going to drop. They're going to keep getting back up. So that's a smart thing to do for sure. Todd, right. you're a fu- funny cunt, Todd. God damn it. He says, look into my eyes and, and tell me. You should have said that part, Todd. What do you see? It's the Aussie Nostradamus, Jimmy T. <laughs> you're funny, bro oh man you're on fire what's up with you Todd today man what are you what are you doing tonight bro did you get laid what's going on I mean he's extra like uh you weren't you hot before but I'm glad that we actually cheered you up man uh match of night was we'll get to that actually in a moment uh but it's great that you gave us your thoughts on that so let's move on because uh oh man I could have gotten you know who entered in what fucking thing I don't I think don't anybody wants to... No. Yeah, you know what I mean? So, uh, anyway, we go backstage after that match as we see Chelsea Green, Piper, Niven, and most of Alpha Academy hanging out backstage and watching the show. And guess what they're eating, Chris? Uh, chips. Chips, that's right. As Pretty Deli roll up to be all Britishy about crisps versus chips. And just quietly to our uh, UK... You know, brothers and sisters, it's chips, all right? It's chips. <laughs> it's not crisps, for fuck's sake.
1: Stop correcting Americans on snack food, okay? Have you seen and, the obesity And Australians
0: rates? and Canadians. Well, that's true.
1: If you've ever seen the obesity <laughs> rates of Americans, if they call hey, a snack something, that's what it's fucking we're, called. We're not, we're not fucking
0: it. that far behind, Chris, including Canada. So, uh, just quietly. I'm just I saying, know. I know here we've got an obesity problem, so. I know. But uh, anyway, like I was saying, it was chips. But nevertheless, they argue about crisps or fucking chips. And for an elaborate ad, Red R-Truth is here to play Peacemaker. As Sami Zayn is hanging out backstage when Jay Uso rolls up to chat. Sammy says something's worrying him and he doesn't want to raise alarms. But Randy Orton still isn't here. Uso says he's was he was worried about this and he doesn't think Randy would want to team with him anyway for putting him on the shelf zane reassures him though that none of this is his fault and they have a history in war games themselves and whether randy is here or not no matter what happens sammy has his back as they embrace and jay goes off to talk to cody uh first of all our truth is back which is great um he says it's not chips it's not crisps it's fucking ruffles chris
1: yeah ruffles have ridges
0: they do I used to love ruffles when I was young dude
1: yeah ruffles are right yeah
0: um, all dressed, you know,
1: all dressed ruffles I know you don't know what I'm talking about because that's a Canadian I don't thing. all okay. dressed ruffles are the fucking
0: bomb no 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 salt and vinegar ruffles are the fucking bomb and you probably don't even know what that is yeah, I do. Of course I do. Salt and vinegar oh, is do. like one of oh. the most
1: popular flavors of chips.
0: Dude, a lot of Americans don't know what the fuck salt and vinegar chips are, bro. I, like, that's why yeah, I was sure. do you I, know what ketchup chips are? Yeah, of course, bro. we got that's the ketchup chips. Right here, the Heinz ones are you talking about? The Heinz ketchup uh, chips? Yeah, well, you can get
1: them like that. But like all of the brands have ketchup chips in Canada. Yeah, right. All right. All the ones
0: them. I particularly eat are the Heinz. like They're called Smith's chips, right? But fucking, they're, they're the Heinz ketchup, fucking flavor, literally. Yeah. No, guess, Liz though,
1: uh, Liz, Liz is right. Liz is hundred percent right. Um, ruffles are the best with dip. It, even like plain ruffles, if you get hell of a good dip, it's in like a yellow yellow container. So fucking good. This is I like agree. exactly do that the kind sometimes. of shit I like. I have to keep right. away from me, otherwise I'll get fat again.
0: Uh-huh. Yeah, and you've lost a lot of fucking weight, man. I can vouch for that, man. I remember from the time you know when we first started he had a gut man this guy he was completely different but you know what's amazing seeing jeff <laughs> how fat he was and at the start dude and then yeah. what he became I, I was shocked because i was used to seeing him all the time i never noticed the change until i went back on it but anyway now he um,
1: almost looks like he's in the league of his wife so
0: uh, almost yeah he's getting almost there. he's getting uh, there um and remember jeff if you are listening and i know you still do listen and, and we appreciate that i told you man the door's always open <laughs> For you to do a show you don't have to give me all these fucking uh you know like a whole fat contract and whatnot we're not saying come back like come back we're saying if you want to do a show with us you can no strings attached anyway um as far as dip goes liz do you know what tzatziki is if you do try that with you know use that as a dip with your chips i'm telling you you, you won't be disappointed tzatziki is the shit man yeah uh, you know what I mean? I don't know if she's into Greek food or not, or if she's even really eating Greek food. But uh, yeah, you won't be disappointed. Uh Josh says, "Don't double dip the chips, Liz." Yeah, that I hate. Shut up, I'm not Josh. Lie. Wouldn't
1: care. <laughs>
0: I, wouldn't care. <laughs> I don't. I, look, no shit. I hate fucking. uh when Look, like, just say you're sharing your fucking dip, and yeah. motherfucker double that pisses me off. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> it depends
1: on who I'm eating with and like how they're eating. Like, oh, of course, if people are like licking the chip like while they're fucking like eating it and then dipping it again like yeah we got problems don't do that shit but you yeah. know if if it's somebody i know real good and like they're like dipping and then like you know like kind of snapping it off and then dipping it again like oh bro, i have a friend who will who will, who will who will take a bite oh. and then he'll turn the fucking chip around so that it's the other end and then dip again oh. i don't care i don't care
0: yeah look we probably make a big fuss but if i saw a motherfucker eat a carrot or a fucking celery stick <laughs> and you know like bitter and then fucking dipped that, that fucking annoys me Labrat though wants to know Jimmy do you butter your chips Labrat, who the fuck do you think I am bro <laughs> what do you think I fucking am uh, I mean fucking hell just because I say I butter my sandwiches doesn't mean I butter, butter my on chips ham bro
1: sandwich. You that's weird
0: disgusting bastard. no you're fucking you North Americans are all weird god damn it everyone else around the world I told you this butter their sandwiches except for y'all <laughs> All right, who who are weird. Don't don't get me started on this shit again. That was a long time ago. And Labrat, you're not my crab cat anymore. God damn it. <laughs> <I'm> just... <laughs> yeah, but uh, anyway, uh, Liz says, yes, but it's not my favorite. I'm a French onion girl. Ooh. Yeah, French, French onion, onion eh? Awesome. Um, there's, you know, extra chewing gum after uh, French onion would be great, Liz. <laughs> just saying. Actually, the dick is pretty bad too, but I'm not going to lie.
1: It's, yeah, tzatziki. Tzatziki's not bad though, like because
0: it's, it's made garlic, of garlic. Though,
1: yeah, there's a bunch of garlic in it, but it's basically made out of cucumber, right? Like that's that's, that's true, what the and,
0: and and yogurt, Greek yogurt. Yeah,
1: it's good. Anyway,
0: and I'm I'm glad you love Greek salad because Liz, the truth is, Greek salad is the best salad. Period. There's no, and I'm not trying to be biased. It really is the best fucking. Uh, <laughs> These guys are making me laugh in the chat. But anyway. They're calling you the Jimmy best... Butters. That's. No, Jimmy... no, don't, man. Jimmy Butters. Ah. I butter my butter? Zane, that's vicious, bro. <laughs> Seriously, what the fuck, man? All right, let's oh, get I back thought... to
1: fucking Survivor Series. What the fuck happened
0: next? Look at this, man. I've got heat everywhere. Fucking butter's fucking melting everywhere. Anyway, yes, let's move on, shall we? Because uh, it's the match that Mr. Rob Christensen brought up, I believe. Which is the Intercontinental Championship match between Gunther, your champion, versus Mike Mizanin. I said that because that's what Gunther was calling him all week. Uh, you know what? How do I put this? Everyone was... Remember, I didn't watch Survivor Series Live because, as you know, I slept through fucking most of it. Um, But I heard everybody say this match was off the hook. Basically, okay. So I went into it with you know it's kind of uh, high expectations, and maybe because my bar was set a bit high, maybe I was left a little disappointed. But it was a good match. I felt it was very short though for a, for this type of matchup. I don't understand how everybody said wow, Miz put up man. It was fucking pretty short for a Gunther match, and Gunther still won. And I felt like he still won relatively easy might be Am I wrong in saying no. that?
1: No, you're you're not wrong, and I uh, like I think that Robert's earlier comment is right. It was the match of the night, but I mean, when it's like one of the only wrestling matches, right? And I just I don't think that the fucking cage matches—that's not wrestling. It's just fighting <laughs> and weapons and spots. And, well, yeah. That, the actual wrestling match—it was the best wrestling match of the night. But that doesn't mean that there was a bunch of really great wrestling matches to choose from. Well, it was the best really wrestling wasn't. match, almost because there was no other good wrestling. No other wrestling
0: match. matches, right? No, you're right. Um I mean, there's and only five Gunther, matches too.
1: And Gunter really knows what he's doing and can—I mean, I—I I really believe Gunter could walk up, like. I think that Gunter might even be able to walk the Young Bucks through a decent wrestling match. And if you know oh, how badly bro. I hate the Young Bucks, <laughs>
0: like, you know what I'm saying. Um I'd love to see I'll pay for, no shit. I would pay a hundred bucks to see that on pay-per-view, bro. No shit. It's Gunther versus the Bucks. But a shoot match.
1: <laughs> but a shoot match,
0: please. I, I don't care if it's even a work match where he's chopping the shit out of him, bro. I would so pay to see that. I'm telling you, man. Anyway, um, but yeah,
1: it was the match of the night, basically, because there was no other real matches to like. Um, And, yeah, I mean, like I said, Gunther, whatever you want to fucking say about him, that guy can get a good match out of anybody. And he got a good match out of Miz. I'm not saying Miz is a shit burger or anything, but but he needs the right opponent in order to have a good match. And he had that, and also, I think, I'm not sure who said it earlier, but Miz is not believable as a baby face. He just, I
0: don't. Did you say that?
1: I, I don't know. I don't remember. Oh. It's its up there a few. But
0: oh, Todd. It was Todd. It was Todd the comic king. He just isn't.
1: He just isn't. And I don't i don't like Miz as a baby face.
0: Miz is. No, because he's a natural heel pro. He naturally, like, he really is.
1: Yeah. Yeah. No, you're That's right. That's the way his comedy comes off, is as, like, kind of a smart ass, right? Um, I mean, and
0: he's got every right to be. He's got the hottest wife, right? You know what I mean? Really? He truly does have the hottest wife in wrestling. Absolutely, bro. Argue I mean, but you know what he is, dude? He's Johnny Cage of professional wrestling, bro. Straight up. Think about yeah, that for I a can moment. see that.
1: I can see that. He that's, fucking a, that's actually really a really is, good comparison. That's actually a really good comparison if you know more about oh, that. Yeah. Oh,
0: man, tell me when I'm telling lies. Like it came to me when I was playing the not the current Mortal Kombat, but the one before that. Oh, it yeah. just struck it struck me, and I was like, hang a minute, man the Miz is fucking johnny cage he's the hollywood a-lister right yeah he's got the glasses he's he's got the same sort of uh uh what's the word the same sort of um like swagger thing about him yeah Yeah, same swagger timing yeah right right and he really look he's a two-time grand slam champion so you know you can back it up too even though you don't take him seriously because most of the times do people really take Johnny Cage seriously until he matured later on, if you know what I'm saying?
1: Yeah. No, I, I. Miz is great. Miz is great. But this was the best match, not because it was a great match. It was a decent match. Yeah, but I everything didn't else was, the just, hype, man. was just spot fest, it was basically.
0: Absolutely. And I love Miz's promo game, too. And he cracks me up. I used to hate the Miz. I've learned to respect him now, though, over the years, man. For real. Um, yeah it's not the first time todd it's weird but he's just not a baby face naturally man just even though he's a great guy though like really like in real life he's a great guy but just his look he's got the face you want to fucking punch man and just having that type of face is just hard for someone like that to be a baby face unless he will bash into a bloody pulp dude where people legitimately started feeling sorry for him that's probably the only way that you can have sympathy for the Miz and people could get behind the Miz legitly. i can imagine he was imagine Gunther beat him to a bloody pulp, dude. Knocked him out cold. Just say. Like yeah. totally. And now we can go off to a run to WrestleMania where it's like a rocky fucking moment, dude. Where, you know, just maybe he might have that chance, but he still loses. You know what I mean? You could yeah. tell a story, it's not that hard, man. But, it's uh, not.
1: But I'm I'm imagining that they've got somebody else in mind for that spot. And they'll start and that building be, you that think? soon.
0: I don't know. I think it might it's actually hard, be Chad right? Gable. Well, is he, I mean, is he really the only like plausible one dude? And that kind of might have his, uh, I don't want to say his card, but like, he's the only one that seems believable right now that maybe could get it over to, uh, Gunther. And I'm cool with that. And I don't that think, build it, but I don't think Gable, it lasts bro. till
1: WrestleMania. I, I I know nobody's going to like this. I don't care. I'm going to say it anyway. I think like a way more like interesting finish to things would be to see uh, Gunther win the Rumble and challenge for the World Championship against Roman Reigns and that be main event of one of the nights um, and have Gunther win and then give up the Intercontinental Championship. I think that that would so, be the best way to finish off this whole run from from Gunther or even start the run by Gunther. But um, I think right now there's nobody in the company who you could point to and say, it would be satisfying if that guy beat Gunther. Even Chad Gable, who I really, really like, and who I think should probably have a run as an IC champion.
0: but Right. Well, yeah. we'll see. It's hard because that would be a kind of... Uh book themselves into a bit of a corner, including with Roman and Gunther, because at this point, it's hard to see who's going to beat either one of these two. And everyone seems content for Gunther to just keep holding that belt for as long as Roman's holding his belt. So, I don't know what you do, but it's difficult because they're both so fucking good that it's just hard picking a winner to beat these guys, man. Like, really, the end game should be like a gunther versus roman that'd be a great program too man even if they're both heels i would be cool with that i don't know why i'll just be cool with that because it'd, it'd be all about ego you know in a match like this with two well and at like that them. point you
1: could run it as it doesn't need to be heels and baby faces because at that point you could run it as like two you know, warrior kings, alpha males,
0: man. Right. You know, yeah. Uh,
1: you know, with their own, with, they both have their own bloodline, quote unquote, right. right? They, they both yeah. have their own kingdom backing them up that they could, they you do. know, and you could, you could watch as they, you could watch them go to war and just be entertained by it. I, I Absolutely. like, I, I think there's money in it. I think there's a lot of money in it, to be honest with you, but
0: plus you can let the fans dictate who's the baby face and who's going to be the in, in in that sort of feud. You know what I mean? Legit. Let the fans decide if, you know, they want to go one way or the other. It'd be interesting, that's for sure. And I think the fans would actually get behind Gunther. Like, I truly believe that. I I think
1: if they did let the fans do it, yeah, they would get behind Gunther. But I think if they pushed Roman even just a little bit, and if they were subtle with it, they could finally get roman to turn babyface and be like the conquering hero babyface but he'd have to lose the match to gunter first
0: zane jay Uso is beating goods that wrong i don't see it bro why jay Uso? i just say that doesn't make sense to me man i know you're the man of fucking the best booking things that you come up with but come on zane i mean you really i love jay also but I don't know if that Sole, which is also Samoan, by the way, has got it in him to beat Gunther. And he's it believable. What's he gonna do? Super kick him a million times? I mean, I know the Bucks get a hard fucking, you know, thing for super kicking, but let's be real here, man. The Usos aren't far behind, man, when it comes to super patikis, if you know what I mean. Let's be real. The <laughs> I mean, difference is that the
1: rest of the match looks believable with the Usos right. and it doesn't with the Bucks.
0: Yeah, uh, and they're more calculated, the Usos, the way they do things compared to the Bucks. The Bucks are spot, spot, spot. Literally, you can see it. You know what I mean? <laughs> Get ready. I'm going to remember this conversation, Zane. I'm going to hold you to that one. It's not too far away either, but we'll see. Anyway, let's move on, though, man. Match of the night for sure at this point. Um, But uh, yeah, like I was all saying, Gupta wins vice submission with a lion tamer, no less, retaining the WWE Intercontinental Championship. Anyway, backstage, we see Judgment Day are chatting... When Dominique Mysterio rolls up to say a dirty little birdie told him that Randy Orton isn't showing up, Chris. Finn Balor then says either Orton is missing and they have an advantage or he'll show up and poison the babyface team from the inside. Cool. To On the one snake. night? Get it? Yeah. In, in one night?
1: W- in one night, What are you bro? fucking talking about, Finn?
0: He's a fish, yeah. bro. He's got fins. I have no idea, man. He's scared of snakes, I guess.
1: Hey, I, I love the stories of Finn McCool. My grandparents used to tell <laughs> me about them all the time. Um, but yeah, Finn Balor's kind of a doofus. This was a stupid line.
0: <laughs> doofus, good word. Doofus. That's what he is. A bit, you know, eh, to be funny. Anyway, not much to really say about that, other than he's a doofus. But next we have the Battle of the uh, Latinos or Battle of Mexico over here between Dragon Lee and Santos Escobar. Uh, it was originally supposed to be Carlito, but uh, it's not because apparently he's injured. But instead we get Dragon Lee and I wasn't surprised that Santos won, but like Todd said earlier, this match went way too short between Dragon and Santos. I actually think though, they went back on the Kalido match because they didn't want Kalido eating a pin. So why not have Dragon Lee eat the pin for Santos? You know what I mean. Makes sense.
1: I, I actually, so yeah, okay, it, it was too short, and it was a match that, like, it was good. So you would have liked more, more Jag match Lee there.
0: Guy, bro, for real.
1: Yo, he's a great wrestler, no doubt. He's much better but, than
0: his brothers. I'm going to say it right now. He really is, man.
1: But if you were paying really close attention to the announcers during this match, it sounds like they're setting up uh, Santos for a major push. Like, they called him the future of the company three times in that match. Really? In I different didn't ways. notice that. I'm telling you, man. They were fucking talking about Santos Escobar as in, like, this guy's going to have a serious run for this company. And. Man, I've we've both said Santos has literally everything you would want out of a professional wrestler except size. But, yeah.
0: There we go. <laughs> Ding dong.
1: It's going to be really hard for him to be pushed, like as a main event guy in the in the fucking world of Drew McIntyre's and <laughs> Roman Reigns's, right? Um, Land of the Giants, Gunthers in, in, in the dub, right? Yeah. I. It's right. going to be hard for them to do that but they they can get away with it I guess with heel tactics and stuff but that's probably why they didn't go too long with the match too because they want to make you believe that Santos Escobar is a serious like this guy's going to be world champion at some point here
0: and he can talk English which is a big plus on his end and he it's, speaks great excuse me bro, great it's, English
1: it's why I've said I think he's he's a better bet to be a major star than Andrade who has the size oh. and can work,
0: and the and look,
1: and can work? Yeah, you're right. Andrade has shame. everything you would want except his English is so fucking terrible.
0: Um, it's sad, dude, because Andrade does really have everything else about him, but and the yep. pedigree too.
1: Yep, and Andrade yes. and and Santos is exactly he's exactly the same. He's got everything except one fucking thing, one tiny little thing, and that's he's a little pendejo, Holmes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He's a
0: little mimito. Yeah. But uh, in saying that, though, have you noticed WWE's little trickery they've, they've been doing lately with Santos Escobar? I don't know if you noticed this, but it's I've noticed something. They zoom in, bro. They zoom bro. in really close when he's on the mic. And I think that's done on purpose and by design.
1: Definitely. No doubt.
0: Because of his height, dude, to, to hide his height. That's one mm-hmm. thing that was really sticking out to me. And I'm thinking, man, they're really zooming in with him. We all know he's short. Come on, like, but I get it. It's all about you know, Sem you know semantics and shit. But semantics, sorry. But um, <clears throat> whatever, man. I, I say, mean, what about the Jews? What? Yeah, yeah. Sorry, I, I don't know why I said that. I told you I've been up for a long time, bro. Just like you're tired. <laughs> yeah, it's getting to me now too. But um, nevertheless, cool. Uh, why though, Labrat? I've heard rumors about AOP and apparently they have signed a long time ago, but why would you put Santos? Would you put Santos with AOP? I
1: I wouldn't mind it because he
0: can talk for
1: all of them. They don't have to do any talking. They just have to be big and strong and look menacing. And how do you get henchmen? Yeah, exactly. And how do you, how do you get Santos over as a, you know, as, as a heel in a company where he's going to have to fight guys like Drew McIntyre is you show that he can't physically compete,
0: but, <laughs> but you know, but who'd yeah. you talking about, Jimmy? I thought you were talking to me in Spanish. There, that's hell. You know, Andrade would say it. Who'd you talk about, my mask? Yeah, <laughs> who'd you talking about? Are oh, you you funny, Todd? Are oh, you coming with the jokes too today, this guy? Anyway, um, well, look who's in the house: Retro Rock and saying "Spot monkeys, grease monkeys." a wagon load of monkeys a barrel of monkeys brass monkeys i love brass monkeys because you know what brass monkeys means actually in australia it means like you're a a big stoner basically (laughs) so i don't know what it means in Canada, but i am it's funny that he said that cheeky monkey i'll be a monkey's uncle hey hey we're the monkey monkey business but what about monkey magic though retro and what about monkey tunts? you forgot that just saying (laughs) anyway thank you for joining us man uh monkey see monkey do though Retro. i'm just saying
1: stop monkeying Uh, around
0: yeah stop monkeying around bro stop being a baboon for crying out loud (laughs) i get it um but anyway let's move on from that point is santos wins pretty easily it was a fun little match but for whatever reason it was extremely quick um next we see LA not doing a steam gym ad cool new day roll up and in the steam gym car And all of it amounts to very little, Chris. Absolutely nothing. Cool. Uh, Next, though, we have the WWE Women's World Championship matchup between Mummy, your champion, in Rhea Ripley, versus Zoe Starks. Um, I like this match. I don't know. what I felt like there was a lot of... uh, I don't want to say, you know, whose dick is bigger than the other because there's two females here. But there was a lot of that sort of at play, if you know what I mean. But Zoe needs to just... Stop screaming, girl. Please. Man, she's got to tone down the...
1: Okay. What's up
0: with that? Why?
1: So so I've made this comment to people, like, for a long time. You have to learn levels with your facial expressions, (laughs) right?
0: (laughs) And the reason why is
1: because... The reason why is because if you start off a match and everything in your face is 100%, right? You're as angry as you can possibly get. Then you can't build to anything, right? Like, what you need to do is like, you know, the exhaustion, right? The exhaustion facials, for instance. You see way too often after two minutes in a match, you'll see guys or girls, right? And their facial reactions are like, <sighs> and it's like, no, that's wrong. It's wrong because it's too fast for that, right? <laughs> you, you can you can show exhaustion without going to that level, right? Three or four minutes in after you've just performed like a big spot or whatever, right? It's okay to be like, take a couple of deep breaths, right? You get that on the fucking screen. Show people your face. Teach them that you're exhausted, okay? Right? Okay. 15 minutes in, right? The facial expression can change to like, (laughs) right? you're You're right. really tired now, right? And after a half hour, you can do the <sighs> <sighs> right. facial expressions, right? <clears throat> but you have to have levels to it. If you just go straight to that last one, you can't build to it, right? And it makes it impossible to get to that next level with the crowd, right? So in order to take the people on a proper journey, you need to have levels and starks goes just straight to <laughs> like right off the bat like instantly like minute 1 right and it it's just stop it don't do that don't do that build build start off with okay i'm a little pissed off and then get a little more frustrated right, right? eventually get angry and then the the real like the real frustration should be I just hit my finish, I crawl over for the 1 2 and then the and then you know the fucking manager pulls me off and I don't I don't win the title and now I can get really fucking mad. Now I can now I can go with all right, I'm going to fucking eat you you little bastard. Right? <laughs> but you can't go straight to I'm going to eat you you little bastard because you know your lockup didn't go the right way. It's not it's not how you do it. You have to build.
0: Yeah, no, I agree one hundred percent. And Todd with the comment, man, I love it. Welcome to a new episode of Chris Ames wrestling Analysis. I can see that, dude. That'd be actually that that could be a future content. Someone asked us if we do. Was it you, Zane? That asked us that we should do like old school shows. Yeah, he asked um, about I forgot a, to mention a retro it. show. Yeah, uh, we've been actually talking about shit like that. Actually, we did do a retro show years ago. Now. Um, that never came out, never got released, and I fucking lost it somehow. Don't know why and yeah. how. Maybe it's somewhere on my PC still. But um, it was just a little pilot show that we were thinking of starting that never really came to petition because... Let's be real, man. Covering all the wrestling alone is tough as it is, man. Bro, and, we've uh, been
1: trying for two weeks to get a fucking, to get a, oh, a yeah. music Fuck. podcast Forgot up. Got right? like right. Like we've, we've been trying for two fucking weeks to get a music <laughs> podcast up. And it's like, we already know what we're going to say. We already know which five albums are our you know most influential albums or whatever. Yeah,
0: not our favorite. Most influential. No. Let's the get mo- that the, clear. The right. most
1: influential. Exactly. We already know. We've already talked to each other about which albums we're going to even talk about. We can't find the time to do the fucking show, man. It's...
0: I'll be honest. I slept fucking through that time and I totally forgot about it now. Like completely. But I've been wanting to do it also. But to be fair, I, I do want to. You little um... upside down bastard. Well, wow, fuck, man. I'm running on American Times these fucking days, man. Well, and your time, so, which is pretty much the same shit. So, you know, cut me some slack, man. Cut me some slack. Like I said, all I've been doing now, like the last day and a half, two days, is shows and editing, man. It's pretty, you know, it's pretty tough. But um, yeah, look, we are brainstorming though, Zane, and hopefully, eventually, we are thinking of shit, put it that way. We have discussed numerous things of, you know, doing it, and I'm glad you said it because that means, obviously, you guys want to hear something like that, and it's just finding the time, man. That's, that's really what it comes down to, man. You know what I mean? Heck, we do this shit for free, man. <laughs> you know, on top of that. So, you know, it, it, it's just finding the time and the energy to do it. But believe me when I tell you, eventually we will do something and we do want to do it. It just comes down to like, we've got so much on our plate. Once we get a few more people, you know, that are able to do their own shit and then that leaves us to do our own shit like easier, eventually we'll get to that. Don't worry, saying we got you, man. But uh, anyway, yeah, that was that. And uh, a few people were saying about Zoe needs, well, speaking of Zane, Zoe needs to take the vicious off. Ugh.
1: Of course, Dude. Zane vicious doesn't want her to.
0: Well, no, but he's right, though. Let's be real, though, man. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, vicious, really? Hey, she's a tough chick. And we used to call, what do we used to call her, Chris? Yeah, remember? Um, well, <laughs> she looks like a meth addict. She doesn't. But she, you know what, to her credit, she's lost all the zits all over her face. Remember how bad she used to look, dude?
1: It was, I, I like, dude, like, I, I felt bad about even fucking saying it. But, like, I, like, the town that I grew up in, Kenora, like, we have a bunch of street people that are, like, meth addicts. That's what she looked like.
0: She, she looked bad, zits dude. all over her oh, goddamn
1: yeah. face and she looks emaciated. That's what meth addicts look like.
0: Uh, no, not quite, Retro. <laughs> not quite, brother. <laughs> but you know what? I will say this. I did think that, you know, I don't know if it was done by design or not, but Rhea looked fucking good in this match, dude. And she looked like the ring general that was really carrying Zoe's fucking, like, backside, man, in this match. I mean, she was whipping out fisherman suplexes. I never really seen her do that type of stuff. Like she looked like a like a full pro in this match. I just don't understand her look. What the fuck was she going for, bro? I'm talking about Rhea, that is.
1: Yeah, I okay. Um It's sort everybody's of got to jokerish,
0: stop. but not really.
1: Yeah, everybody's gotta stop trying to do all of the things, right? Like she's like a she's like a punk rock girl right and it it fits to do like a a joker type thing with along with the punk rock it does fit i'm not saying it doesn't but you've already got people there who are the crazy <laughs> joker kind of women do you know what i mean you've already got yeah, you've you already know, got right. uh you know what i mean you you already have that it's not a good look to try to take all of the things right like oh i'm i'm mommy I'm also the leader of the Judgment Day. I'm probably going to win men's matches eventually. Here, um, wow. also I'm the Joker. Also, you know, you know, if she comes out with her fucking hair straightened and blonde and like just with her makeup on fucking fleek or whatever next week, I'm. It's like okay, you can't like be RG everything. Look, yeah, like you can't be everything. <laughs> you you can't take all of the things. Um,
0: yeah. So yeah, overdoing it lately. I I didn't, I didn't, like, the
1: I did, I didn't like the look
0: she's really been overdoing like she's been changing and look like in quick succession it's cool um ria but come on girl you don't do you really have to keep you know you don't have to go through all that sort of trouble but hey if it makes her happy by all means continue doing what you're doing but it, whatever man like it, it's no big deal we're just nitpicking here it's not like it's a problem but she does overdo it you're right man uh josh wants to know could you see Rhea being in oh god what we're just saying about the men i hope not but who the fuck knows but why would i mean what's the end game like why would she want to be like because does it really make her look good if she gets tossed out pretty fast by the men does it that's work for thing. her
1: that's the thing i think i think there's a lot i think there's actually a lot of um people who feel very strongly on both sides of the rhea ripley thing because there there would certainly be um attention if rhea ripley won the men's world championship in the ww oh my
0: god um, bro i don't know if i but, want to see that
1: though man but if she's just another woman who is in the royal rumble because they've done that already china did that and uh,
0: uh what's the name not like most girls <laughs> snacks fucking... uh snacks yeah nice snacks
1: yeah. nice snacks was also in the men's rumble awesome kong she shouldn't be in the men's rumble just to win the... just to be in the men's rumble we'll put it that way
0: um yeah uh richard i don't know if i agree with that ria's the new discipline <laughs> they're two different women man two different completely different styles too also, completely different.
1: Also, booked completely differently, right? Tess Blanchard Absolutely. was was booked as like a men's competitor in Impact. She
0: won the Impact World Championship, bro. Like, what the hell? And does she look believable? Let's be real. She's yeah. one of the best women's wrestlers out there. Unfortunately, her fucking attitude if she's, is what holds her back.
1: If she's wrestling Crazy Steve, sure, <laughs> she looks fine. If she's wrestling Brian Cage, no.
0: And that too, thank you, Todd. Ria isn't racist, exactly, unlike someone else. I'm, I'm, yeah. The thing with here's, here's, okay.
1: I do not know. Dude. I do not know everything about everything when it comes to Tess Blanchard. She was accused of basically like. Saying something racist to like a couple of people backstage. Yeah, when they no, were having uh, more a than fight, a couple
0: right? of people, bro. But it was they were having was.
1: a fight, right? Like she was, right? She was basically like they're screaming at each other. She, you know, she might. Say, the thing is, <laughs> yeah, but here's the thing, right? I've I've had like I've had lots and lots and lots of like interactions with people where people are pissed off at me and we're about to throw down, and somebody calls me cracker or wedo. Or, uh, you know, what oh, I mean, man, like, I'd be I've called
0: a cracker, bro. <laughs>
1: I've had shit like that. And it's not I know these people. Right. They're not racist people. They're angry and they're saying the angriest thing that comes to their mind. Right. And then we would have a punch up and then they'd be be fine. And they're not really they're not racist people. Do you know what I'm saying? I really believe that you can can have a racist thing come out of your mouth
0: without being a
1: racist human being.
0: It's kind of like the Hogan situation, right? Like, to an extent. When you think about it. The thing with Hogan,
1: I hate Hogan for a number of reasons, okay? And what he said is absolutely ridiculous, right? Just absolutely ridiculous.
0: But it wasn't meant in a racial context. Personally, I don't actually think... You know I, th- I mean?
1: think that the fact that people were so on Hulk Hogan about what he said and not about the way he's lived his life is like exactly right. what's wrong with modern culture is like it's he weird, is an dude. absolute piece of shit as a human being. Right. Like he lies. He makes shit up. Yeah, he was. Yeah, he but was I think he believes
0: his own lies. He was in Metallica. Fucking <laughs> whatever,
1: whatever, whatever. Right. That guy is an absolute pile of shit. Right. But He made what was essentially like a single comment that crossed the line and did cross the line you shouldn't say that right like you you should just never fucking say that it's not a nice
0: context on why he said it though and it was a fucking
1: it's not like he said it on the radio he said it to what was at the time like his best friend in a private conversation that he was having with his best friend it's like you shouldn't say it you're a piece of shit for saying it but also the fact that everybody hates Hulk Hogan because of like one thing he said on like on on a tape one time that he didn't know was being taped, and not for the fact that he's been a piece of shit for the last 60 years is hilarious to me. And Tess, I don't know her, right? But I do I do kind of feel like people should have an opportunity to walk back if they have a mistake in their life right if they've made mistakes um for some things now there are some things you just don't fucking you just don't you don't you can't apologize for if you rape someone you're a rapist i don't care we don't we don't have conversations with you you don't get to come back oh no right
0: please come on dude no, there's but, no coming back from that like, but you got it
1: but you got into a physical altercation with someone and you said the most hateful thing that came to your mind at the moment because you were so enraged about something
0: which was about your daughter too mind you i feel
1: like i feel like that you should have an opportunity to apologize and then be forgiven for
0: that only because a lot of black people have vouched for him too you know what i mean I can understand there's, both sides. There's of, that. Of... There's
1: that. And how many times? How many times has Booker T used the word "cracker" and nobody bats an eye?
0: And Nigel, right? it's
1: a it's racist term. <laughs> that,
0: right? well, yeah, it Those is. But it doesn't matter because terms. you're white. Okay. That's right. just society, that's, man. It's that's so That's dumb exactly track. what I'm
1: talking about. Like people should be able to have the conversation, and you should be you should be given an opportunity to be able to walk back if you make a really bad mistake and i don't know if she even wants to she might be an absolute piece of shit and she might nah, she might I be the kind person of person who wants shit. to go she might she might be the kind of person who wants to go put on a fucking clan hood and go burn crosses and if she is she, she can go to hell and she can go fuck herself and i hope i never well, hear from her ever but it, yeah i don't know i don't know and if and if it's the first thing she should be given an opportunity to say listen I said something really stupid when I was having a physical altercation with someone. There was a lot of hate going on in my, you know, in my head at that moment. And I said the most hateful thing that I could possibly imagine saying to someone. And I feel terrible about it. And I want to be able to move on. You know, you should be given an opportunity to move on.
0: Well, like Todd says, you should, Chris. But unfortunately, that's not the world we live in today. It's a toxic world today, bro i mean it's it's savage and as far as tessa goes from what i gathered i i don't think she's being racist really towards uh black people i think except for one black cheek, but she's mainly been racist towards latinas it seems which is odd huh and she was married to a latino for crying out loud uh a draco no less and when i say that i'm talking about like a reptilian bro well his wrestling oh. gimmick is reptilian uh, what's, his, what's his name again? Draco or whatever the fuck. Remember that green fucking wrestler? Mexican wrestler? Wait, she was married to that yeah, guy? bro. That guy, dude. The fucking oh. lizard. Whatever he
1: was. That's cool. <laughs> he was I the reptilian his in, in Lucia Underground. That was cool.
0: And he was in Impact Wrestling as well. I think he was champion even at one point. But anyway, I don't know what happened to him now. But yeah. Uh, Josh says, most people can't have conversations these days because of smartphones. Well, we're compensating right now. Oh, Daga! That's it, vicious. Thank you, bro. Daga, he was okay, a ripper, but was he not? I don't know who that is, but but you Dra- know, him, Drago. Know him.
1: Was it Drago in uh, in uh, Underground? I love that guy. Oh. He was Awesome. Now he was a little fucking dude, and his gimmick was that he was literally a dragon, and he would have like a <laughs> tongue thing that like came like all the way yeah. down to like ear, and then it would suck back up or whatever. I, thought I he think was it was great. the same
0: dude, dude. I'm pretty sure it was... he
1: looked. Did it he... was he all green. I don't, no, he was just, he was, no. Oh, yeah, yeah there we go. He would come in different colors or whatever. I like that
0: guy. La Rosa Negra, I think. And um, that's who he, he was talking about. And I'm assuming the, the black female. The black rose. Cool. Right. Um, But that's, she got racist. She was the only, you know, female of color. When I say color, I'm talking about, you know, dark skin. I, I know, I know that what you talking about. Yeah. I know what I'm not saying for you. I'm saying for everyone else. That whole because thing is
1: ridiculous right. and i could go into it for an hour
0: about how i know me too the whole bro. thing is but hey i got called, it's like my race it's got like called bro N I... n-word but we're not the n-word past a certain year by a famous yeah no rapper. exactly you know the story but, no but exactly which is ridiculous exactly. you know what i mean exactly
1: like, man it's like
0: i can get who into the fuck? fucking who right.
1: gives a fuck where your fucking ancestors like when your ancestors crossed over the fucking caucus mountains Why does that matter? Why does anyone fucking care about that?
0: I don't have a, I have no idea, bro. But again, this is the world we live in. It is what it is, man. You just, you you know, but that's why we love you guys, man. You guys totally understand us and don't get offended because we say some fucked up shit. Let's be real. All right, we do.
1: But we say the thing is, is like, I don't think we say a lot of fucked up shit. No, we no, say, what I mean we by say that is exactly what we're thinking others. about things. And yeah, okay, exactly. We're not PC. We're not fucking, no, me, Jimmy and I are not fucking careful with what we say because we just want to be entertaining and talk about fucking wrestling. That's like, that's what we do. That is what we're doing.
0: Wow. So wait, Revamp Wrestling 2K says so she went out with Drago and dagger two reptiles one will be triple ah oh, make him say triple ah oh, no, 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 no. but anyway i mean that's weird two d's to get it two d's two fucking, uh reptiles and uh and then we have uh poor little tessa it's cool <laughs> well yeah anyway good luck to her and uh also and tessa apparently got a bad rep before all the racist stuff allegedly came out too well then she's a piece of shit. where there's smoke there's fire i mean that many people call her out it's ridiculous well th- what the hell was he zane uh, what was daga he looked like a f- he looked like a ripped ripped hole of sorts to me this <laughs> is cute you guys are too much <laughs> honestly man, how do we go from that to that honestly so,
1: man tessa and charlotte have exactly the same fucking problem for me
0: look i, think I can't Tessa's look at either one of them without, i
1: i can't look at either yeah, one of those two without seeing old man <laughs>
0: right. yeah
1: she looks exactly wanna, like tully do you want to fuck tully with tits okay cool do you want to fuck rick flair with tits okay cool <laughs> i don't i tully and Thank flair
0: you. the four horsemen bro yeah no thanks Zane, are you saying you're just a human being? Well, I've got the song for you, actually. I want to no, play. No, Dagger was everyone. a human being. Oh. Really? Did he not have my ma- a mask? Man, I could have sworn he used to wear a mask. Maybe I'm seeing things, but. uh, I don't know. Anyway, guys, now you're. All fucking... right, what's the next match? <laughs> yeah, we're up to the main event, but now you're going too much about Daga, Data, fucking Drago, and fuck this reptile, whoever he is. <laughs> one more thing revamp says jargo was the dragon looking guy with a tongue gimmick right and yeah uh okay uh, that's true too Labrat brooke hogan had her dad's chin although she didn't look exactly like the holster brother but then again she did yeah i would
1: say i would say in order tessa is up at the top then brooke <laughs> hogan and she's way down here somewhere i'm not attracted wait, 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 to hogan at so
0: all so you put tessa up and the top for
1: charlotte i, I yeah, think charlotte's sh- on I the bottom. Bro. The prettiest charlotte's definitely on the oh, bottom you know what yeah
0: oh man look at yeah. you man trans <laughs> she's a tall woman bro she's got fucking legs man she takes after her old man what do you expect she looks more like her old lady though really but anyway enough of this let's move on to the uh main event there's too much talk about uh Women looking like their daddies. But anyway, um, we see Jay also and sammy Zayn rolling up on Seth Rollins in the locker room to ask where Daddy Orton is. Seth doesn't know. Jay is convinced it's his fault. Jesus Christ, I hate this. So the whole show, we you know, Jay's like, man, it's my fault, man. Yeet. <laughs> like, come on, bro. Anyway, Cody Rhodes appears to promise that he'll be here. Just trust him and trust me because I'm Cody Rhodes, damn it. And that leads us to the main event of the evening. It is your men's war games matchup. It is Cody Rhodes, Jey Uso, Randy Orton, Sami Zayn, and Seth freaking Rollins versus Drew McIntyre and the Judgment Day in Damian Priest, Dominic Mysterio, Finn Balor, and J.D. McDonough, the little big head, in a war games match. Um, So, basically, the match starts first. I'll just say this because we're at the end. Finn Balor and Seth start the match first. Good little back and forth until JD McDonough then enters the match third. Um, And then we see a double suplex as the countdown timer ticks because after that, we see Jey Uso entering the match at fourth. Then we see Drew. Actually, we see Damian Priest next, but Drew's fucking talking shit. Uh, Then Sami Zayn enters. Then Drew enters the match. Cody then enters the match Dominique then enters and then we get the big surprise not surprising Randy Orton and then from now, from now on I thought the match was pretty fun there was all sorts of shit going on sure there was a lot of spots there really was right but nevertheless it was you know it was still cool to see Orton with the friggin um RKO from who jumped off again from the top of the cage I fucking forgot man but it was RKO connected anyway what leprechauns? JD McDonough. Oh, yeah, yeah. It was Big Head. I think of him as a Big Head. That's right. McDonough. That dude's got too much of a Big Head for his own body. Anyway, it looked cool. And, you know, the baby faces ends up winning. You know, like I said, I don't know what to say about this match. War Games matches are kind of hard to, like, really digest and kind of um, Did you- point out. What? Did
1: you see the sorry about J D McDonough? Did you did you see the latest Ant Man movie?
0: No, I haven't. But uh, why? He looks like Ant Man.
1: Well, because one of the characters in there is named Modoc, and he's just a big I head. Had no idea. And it's like a big giant <laughs> head, and he's got tiny little arms and tiny little feet. And that's what I think of every time I see J D fucking McDonough. It's like, why does that man have such a head and such a tiny fucking everything else?
0: Beats me. I wonder how his parents. He's like Lord are.
1: Farquaad from Sh- from Shrek.
0: <laughs> or oh, he's Crank from Ninja Turtles. <laughs> Remember Crank, the brain? Crank. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Todd Todd says that should have been the finish. Everyone says that, but what people don't realize is that uh, he wanted Cody to do the finish. Hence, why it wasn't the finish. Do you know what I mean? So yeah, it was done by design. But I get what you're saying, Todd uh <laughs> revamp says funko pop jd i like that i must start using that from now on revamped um <laughs> labrad says every time someone gets a weapon they use it once and throw it away why because
1: um because it's just a spot uh, they're not trying to tell a story they're just wouldn't it be cool if we hit him with a chair yay we did that okay what's next
0: and I felt like these guys didn't really want to use weapons per se that much. If you notice, it was all about the sort of spectacle and the spots, really, when you think about it. I mean...
1: I really yeah, didn't I, like this. I didn't...
0: I, I just... yeah. Neither did I, really. It was fine. Like I said, it picked up later on. <laughs> Mr. Potato Head, you guys are killing me. Um, <laughs> Yeah, look, both war games are kind of weak, to be fair, this year. Last year was way better. By a mile. Because there was a lot of meaning behind it. There was a story yeah. behind it. This was just a whole bunch of random fuckers getting together. Uh, literally. I mean, it was literally random. And here we are. Like, this is what you get. You know what I mean? Seth's coming out looking like a... I love Seth. I'm the only one probably on this network that likes Seth. Legit. But he had two ball sacks on his shoulders. Literally coming out to the ring. It was the I, weird I thing will, I've... I will...
1: I will once again quote Jeff Lippman.
0: Um, <laughs> okay.
1: Seth Rollins ruins everything.
0: Uh, look, I love Seth. I told you, but God, what what was that? What the fuck was that meant to be, dude? Was he Mary Poppins? It was testicles.
1: He was wearing testicles.
0: Really, was it? Like, I mean. um, And Zayn says, and Punk's return was done almost how I wanted. And that leads us to that. So... On the way out, though, Chris, what do we get? We hear the famous, well, not that part, but, uh... yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And as you hear in the background, we hear that and the crowd, the roof. No shit, bro. That has got to be the biggest pop I have heard since Hogan in Quebec, in Montreal. I kid you not. Uh, Whoops. I actually mean that. That was it was crazy sustained push. incredible that bro like- <laughs> <laughs> it really wow. was man i can't like put it in words it was that dude i'm not gonna lie i had the biggest rush dude you got me excited like for real like i don't know if i explained this already but chris was texting me this before i had even seen the show and i knew what he was getting at <laughs> but he wasn't saying it to me i'm like it was punk right it was punk but everything he was saying was like, he was saying I was punk like, without saying punk. I was yeah. like,
1: wow, Jimmy. Yeah. And he's like, what, CM Punk? And I was like, well, yeah. I'll tell you. To start the night. And I just like. Yeah, like oh, yeah. You just went. And he's like. did like, fucking yeah, tell yeah, me? Yeah, but did CM Punk show up? <laughs> yeah. yeah. but but CM Punk's there, right? He's <laughs> CM Punk, right? And then finally I was like, CM Punk. And you're like, you're like fuck I yeah. I swear,
0: it, it made my day, man. I woke up like, in a, like I was awake, man. Like wired suddenly. Like from half asleep to like boing. I was like, holy shit, and then I had to go back and see that part. No shit, man. It gave me the biggest chills. I hadn't had that feeling, no shit. I mean, the Punk returning AW AEW was something. This is even bigger to me because of the whole, you know, the, 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 oh man, there's a word I'm looking for that's just left my brain. The magnitude of what this means, yep. you seeing Punk coming back to WWE is so huge. That it made me laugh out loud at the same time as not getting goosebumps, bro. Because you don't get these fucking moments in wrestling that much anymore. So I thank AEW for this one. Not just because they made Punk in love WWE once again and actually bury the hatchet. But also because yes, thanks, competition buddy. does this. No, for real though. Competition is what makes these moments even more special. And if it wasn't right. for AEW being a thing... We wouldn't have gotten this, and and that's what makes wrestling right now special. And I'll be honest, I think wrestling's been the best it's been since the Attitude Era. Call me crazy. But in a weird way, yeah, sure, there's a lot of shit. It still is shit, a lot of it, right?
1: A lot of the Attitude Era was shit.
0: But in saying that, the, the Attitude Era was very overhyped. I just love the pacing. That's something that sticks out to me between now and then. But um, yeah, Labrat, Monday night is going to be huge, bro, and view and the viewership. I'm I, I can't wait to see the ratings straight up, because I want to see how much of a needle mover Punk truly is, and it's going to do this to AEW. And before we go, let's just um, say a few of the comments. Todd says we kill AEW all the time for stuff that should be finishes and doesn't make sense. So let's call a spade a spade. The RKO McDonald off the top of the cage should have been the finish. Period. You're right. I, I I said it before. We we agree. It's just Auden for whatever reason wanted to give it to Cody, but whatever. Cody's a favourite son right now, it is what it is. Until Punk showed up. <laughs> so I'm just saying and all the bullshit you're seeing on the net, don't fuck it man, there's a lot of bullshit going around that he's on a street, like on a tight leash and whatnot. Don't believe this bullshit, man. Believe me when I tell you Monday night. It's the cult of personality hopefully fucking ripping AEW a whole new asshole, man. I just want to see it. I want him to go all out for this. Hopefully we see it. But like I said, we've spoken about Punk in Nauseam. If you want to know more and different shit, go check out the other show. Revamp those says, Bin would say STFU and STFU, yalla. Yalla the Ayatollah the Bin. Come in. The boss man himself for allowing us to. To use his platform right here on channeladity.com and Hamid Media Group and the Hameen YouTube channel. But absolutely, man. insane saying that, Chris, give me a, a, a number, bro. Oh, sorry. A little grade for Survivor Series.
1: Okay. Everything up to the last minute and a half uh, was like a <laughs> C. Passable. But there was a bunch of stuff on this. So I just was like, I don't give a shit. I don't care about the women's match because they didn't make me care about the women's match. The men's match was pretty fucking contrived. Uh Santos and uh Luchador number forty three was fine. <laughs> um you know, but too short. Um I did I did like Gunther versus Miz, but it was just sort of a quick squash. It was, yeah. Yeah, it would have gotten a C for me, but yeah, that last minute and a half. I don't know. A plus. Yeah, it really
0: changed it, man. Like just for that moment alone. There are
1: moments in wrestling that are just fucking moments, bro. And you gotta you know, you, you just gotta fucking you know, take it in when it comes. Yeah, so A plus just for the last minute and a half. I don't care.
0: I agree. Exactly. I mean, to a T. I would have given this a C if if the punk thing didn't happen. But Punk showing up automatically fucking literally, I mean Talk about riding the lightning, like good old Metallica, you know what I mean? Dude, that was it. We were off like a Scirocco, bro. We are off to space and never looking back. CM Punk totally made this an A-plus show. I don't care what anyone says. Absolutely, and wrong killings. I mean, the fact that the truth is back, absolutely. Autumn being back, I mean, WWE have got a whole influx of dudes back. And it's nothing but up from here, man. You know what I mean? It's an exciting time to be a wrestling fan. I to love it, it really fucking is, man. I haven't seen this type of butt- in many years, man, and I mean, you could say when Punk came to AEW, but this hits differently, and I'll be honest, I am fucking happy as Larry that he's gone back to the company he swore he never would. Call him a hypocrite, call him fucking foolish cheek, say what you want, you would have done the same fucking thing, alright, I don't give a fuck, like, we all say Tell shit whatever we don't you want. mean. Just
1: don't call him broke.
0: <laughs> exactly cha-ching just saying so yeah A plus for me punk is the A fucking totally but uh yeah insane let's fucking wrap it up we've hit to the two hour mark tell them I can find you brother
1: find me on Twitter I'm at Chris one. yeah yes Twitter you can find me on Twitter I'm at Chris yeah. yes. one. <laughs> you can go there to see everything I have to say about pro wrestling politics and whatever the hell else comes to my mind um, you can find me right here on the PwC network on channel a- at i G I'm all over the shit homie um, yeah, yeah
0: that's where you can find me nice nice well you can find me exactly where you can find Chris but if you want to follow me on the Twitter or the X whatever it is that's why I've got both logos up there it's right there at DJ Mass Effect also you can follow us at the PwC network like and subscribe right here at Hameen Media Grip on the YouTube because, hey, man, you know, we're, thanks to the Ayatollah himself, you know, we're, we're bumping right here because right now we kind of uh, can't use our PWC uh, feed just yet. Um, we'll be back to normal by tomorrow, but just waiting. Um, and then uh, also like and subscribe at HameenMediaGrip.popping.com for our affiliate shows. ChannelAttitude.com with five bucks, you get the best talk in all of pro wrestling not sure if this is going up at channel attitude or not it might it all depends on bin but i never told him so if he puts it up there he does but most importantly it will be at the pwc network at the pwc network.popping.com we can find all of our other shows and that's a wrap from me so in saying that i am jimmy t that is chris sams and you've been listening and watching the pwc survivor series post game show right here on the Humming Media Group Network on YouTube and at the PWC Network. And we're out. Ole. Peace.
1: Is somebody in this company that can fill these boots? They belong on my feet. Tell me when I'm telling lies.
0: Tell me when I'm telling lies. Tell me when I'm telling lies. Tell me when I'm telling lies. Tell